With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So as y'all know, last week we did our all-time rankings, top 30, which concluded our off-season ranking series. We did every position in the NBA currently, all-time, like I said. We kept it off with episode 50. And today we're going to change things up finally and do a tier list of every NBA team ahead of next season. Thank goodness. Listen, I was ranked out. I was, we, <laughs> we ranked 150 things. No, Damn. like 180. 180. That's yeah. that's a lot of rankings. I can't I can't do this for too much longer. Yeah, ranking is cool and all that, man. But putting people in teams, as we're going to do today, into tier lists is a lot more fun, a lot easier. But we're still going to get into a lot of interesting conversation nonetheless. For sure. Yeah. It's like the only way I've, I know how to think about basketball for the last month and a half. It's just been like, who's better? This guy or this guy? Facts. Exactly. But yeah. So like I said, last week was episode 50. And the reception to that all-time list was like the craziest thing we've had on our channel yet. It's been five days since we posted that. It has like 120K views by far. It's on the way to being by far our biggest episode ever. Appreciate People love the fact that we were in person. It, it, it was great. Appreciate y'all. y'all. Amazing. Yeah, people were obsessed with Don's uh, knitted polo. Listen, if, there's, if there's one thing about, I love a good knitted polo. I love. <laughs> I I will mess one up. I will listen. That's my that's my stuff. That's my bag. Hey, listen, every single viewer appreciated you for it. They loved it. Listen, I, if the again, I appreciate the appreciation. Right, shout out to y'all. I listen. I might have to start wearing some more knitted polos on the show. I might <laughs> that'd be your thing. I might have to start doing it. It's gonna be a uniform every episode. Knitted polo. We have to, every episode. Don wears knitted polo, and every episode Don rants. That's gotta be the new thing. Listen, we're gonna sell TD three branded knitted polos come season two. Like that's ooh, that, that's hard. Listen, that's, that's hard. on the rollout. That's, that's on the rollout. That is hard. Do we just do something? That's crazy. Let's get into this tier list. Let's do it. Ooh. This is gonna be great. And I think let's not, let's go right now. We're looking at the screen. I think these teams are in alphabetical order. Let's just go straight into it one by one. So we have a good little you know, mixture of quality of teams. So it's straight screw me first. Okay, cool. All <laughs> yeah, right. straight from the hawks. Let's dig deep your insecurities right away. All right. So we're going A through F, correct? Or cool. no. S as well. S. Oh, S, S, S my bad. Yeah. S How about you, Don, Mo, you get the first input. Thank you. Where All right. So for going? the audio listeners, we're going S through F. F obviously being the worst. Now, me as an Atlanta Hawks fan, as a Hawks fan, you can feel all types of ways. You could feel underrated. You could feel overrated. You could feel depressed. You could feel happy. Like me. <laughs> if you're like me, you've completely detached. And you now have zero expectations on your, your team whatsoever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
You love Gabbard. your business. You love you mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you, you, you are a rapper Trey Young to the end. You have not detached and, from anything. <laughs> and for me being detached to the Hawk success, Trey Young success is different. The Hawk success. <laughs> I'm going to place this team as a C. That's where they belong. I want to put them at B because they're still interesting to me. Nope. But I'm going to put them at no, C. You had I don't want to go time. ahead. I don't want to go ahead okay, and like, oh. add more pressure or anything like that to them. They haven't done any. They haven't made any serious moves. If they would have traded for Pascal Siakam, even though I don't think it would have been a good trade, they could have been beat. <laughs> they ain't do shit. They're rolling with the same yeah. exact roster minus John Collins, you know. And they had. Uh, I can rant about this team for eight ages, bro. Spacing got better. <laughs> they will be B, but for now, C. Yeah, they're definitely C for sure. They're the most. They're the definition of C. Every time we do any type of rankings, tier list, anything of the sort, and the Hawks come up, we're immediately like. Average, mid as fuck. That's just <laughs> yeah. that's our, yeah. our interpretation of the Hawks in every facet. I feel like in the 2010s, I've we've never seen anything more mid ever in all categories of life. Like, <laughs> we, like we've never seen anything like this, bro. Nobody's ever. ever been mid quite as much as the Hawks have been mid in any facet of yeah, the world. Yeah, I didn't bro. even clarify. So, for, so, this tier list is based off how good we think this team will be next season. So it's projecting. So exactly. the title of this video says we're tier rank tier listing every 2024 NBA team. So that's the goal yeah. here is how do we think they're going to be in the following season based off what we saw last year and the changes they made in the offseason. Listen, you could have told me last year, next year, two years from now, the Hawks are still going to be C. Like just, <laughs> They're just going to be mid for a long time unless a major move happens. Like Mo said, listen, they could have traded for Pascal Siakam, like Mo said, but they did not. They still have this weird backcourt that really doesn't make sense. Quinn Snyder was low-key cooking, though, at the end of last yeah. season. So I think they have they have potential. But when I look at everybody else in the East, I think I trust a lot of other teams and their infrastructure and what they have right now. So I will put, I'll put the Hawks at C. Play-in, listen, play-in team incoming. We'll see yeah. if you, we'll oh see if you guys do, can do win you, two games. Do you want a double or nothing? You still owe me my <laughs> oh, money. Yeah. You know what? No, I don't double want to even or double or nothing. Do you want an other bet? No, we, we will, I we need will my double honey. or nothing right now. Double what are you or betting? You're, that they're not going to make the playoffs again? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm playing. Let's no, 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 no. I actually, I actually <laughs> believe in them a little bit more this year. I was going to say, I, I'm mostly joking about how ass they are. They are mid, yeah. but I think, like Donovan said, Quinn Snyder was cooking in the second half of the year. I think we owe it to each team to give them a little bit of commentary besides just saying they're ass. And... Listen, they have two really talented defensive centers. You're always going to have one of them on the court at all times. You have two high-quality ball handlers. They don't play well together, per se. Well, they don't play horrible, but they, you know, they're not complementary together. But you can always have one on the court at all times. With John Collins gone, you have more reps to give to your young, interesting wings and Jalen Johnson, A.J. Griffin. If you want to call DeAndre Hunter interesting still, you can throw him in there. And along there with is, that, you have a lot more spacing on the court. Throughout Trey Young's entire tenure as an Atlanta Hawk, he had the worst spacing statistically on the court that he's ever had, bro. He played with the he played with Kent Bazemore. He played with the corpse <laughs> of Vince Carter. All right. And even those guys were better shooters than what we had last year alongside J- Trey Young. So no, yeah, thinking about healthy Dante Murray, DeAndre yeah. Hunter, Collins, Capella. That's horrific spacing. That's horrible. And DeJounte's shooting didn't even make sense, bro. I almost want to call him a fake shooter, but he shot better 
off of the dribble from three than like regular catch and shoot threes, which tells yeah. me like, you know, like rhythm shooter, like that's fine. He's not a fake shooter or anything like that, but it's just like they have a lot of work to do. Bogey coming in healthy helps a lot. Uh, I don't know where Coach Snyder. Oh yeah, Bogey. Ranks. I forgot about Bogey too. Yeah, exactly. He was. That's a part of the reason why we also had like terrible spacing because this man was in and out or mostly out of the uh, of the lineup of the lineup. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because of you some know what injuries and stuff listen, like that. But no, no. I want to put them no, B. No, 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 no. I want to put hey, them bro, B. Don't do the it. The point of the tier list. The don't point of the tier list is projecting for next season. What oh, we think? My goodness. I'm confident this is gonna be better next year. If we're talking about last year, C. Maybe D based on expectations, oh but God. now that I'm talking through it. I think they're going to be better next year. Did I, think I just I'm, talk no, myself into delusion? Did I just I talk you into delusion? What are we doing? I want to say B because you were, we we are going to see a different version of Trey Young. I honestly believe. I, I don't know. I think Trey Young's Trey Young. I I don't care about that. But I just think once I thought about how bad the spacing was and how much better yeah. it can be this year, yeah, and just how much went wrong for them last year health wise and how much interesting young guys they have coming into the pipeline that can help around the edges. I think they'll be beat next year. I, I, I believe in Quinn Snyder. I'm, I'm so disappointed. Absolutely. They've given, Absolutely. they've given us no indication that over 82 games, they will be above average. Like, do, I mean, any, do any one of y'all think, because when I think about like B, A, and S, I'm thinking about one, teams that aren't going to be in the play-in and teams that actually have a legitimate chance to at least make like the conference finals. I do not feel that way with Atlanta. Uh, okay, so I, you said two things there. You said they've given us no indication that they'll be above average. I think they have, and it's what we saw with Quinn Snyder and their, how their offense recovered, like you said. I think that's the indication that they can be better. And when we talk about the roster moves they made and how the team they constructed, like we most said, plus that, I think that's the indication. And as far as the part where you said what each tier means to you and can they make the conference finals, I view it as S tier is the best teams in the league. That's obvious. Yeah. A is like second tier contenders. No worries on falling out of the playoffs. They're going to be in that mix. We'll see those teams become. And I think B is like a really solid playoff team. And I think B, that's a fair, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair thing to call the Hawks next year, I think. A really solid playoff team that could make noise. And if they were to go on a run, it wouldn't shock you necessarily. You wouldn't stumble off your seat and be like, wow, that makes no, sense. And you could see a very viable world where that happens. We've seen it happen before. It's so, only, I mean, like, it's, it's not insane shocking. to say you could see it happen again. It's only shocking. Like, if they make the conference finals, they're going to have to go through either Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, or Cleveland. They've done and that before. I don't think... If they play Philly... Okay, fine. You got me. You're caught, right? They're, they beat like, the Cleveland Cavaliers in the play-in. Uh, was it a year and a half or two years ago, something like that. Who cares? That was before the guy. That was pre Donovan Mitchell doing? for sure. That's what we're That's doing. An accomplishment. Okay, <laughs> you beat they Ricky Rubio. Great. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody was Clock hurt. Everybody was hurt on that Cavs team as well. Like that Cavs team before they got Donovan Mitchell was good, and then they went through just injury after injury after injury, and it was Darius yeah. Garland by himself playing offense and so i think that they and like we'll talk about this later but i think that the Cavs are going to be much better this season and i just find it hard for i find it hard to believe that the hawks are going to be on this deep run going into the playoffs yeah i don't want to say they're a i think if you're if you, i think if you're predicting a deep run that's a tier i don't think b tier necessarily has to be that i would have them more at the top i would feel more comfortable with them at the top of the c range rather than even at the bottom of B range. For a team like the Atlanta Hawks, if you're going to have bad spacing, you know, like, 
and have two players who are ball dominant, that's just a chemical for disaster. That's just like an easy recipe for disaster, you know? But now yeah. you still have two players who are super ball dominant. If they're going to continue to play like that, you'll have, you'll, you'll, you'll fly and you'll, catch some w's because just naturally you're going to acquire so much touch on the court and then he's going to be open AD's will you catch be some open. w's Sadiq Bay, you will <laughs> definitely catch some w's a lot more w's it's a three-point league you know and they were, we're one spending of the so much time the entire right now we we're spending so this. much time <laughs> i know b listen end of the day you outmatched Robin, i know you hate them you got outvoted bitch deal with it <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible that, that's terrible that's terrible next team the Boston Celtics. What do y'all think? A. A or S. I think I want to put them A, though. Maybe S. How exclusive I don't are we going to be with this S tier? How exclusive are we going to be with this S tier? Because I'm no. very exclusive with the S tier. Yeah. Like, is it going to be like the top like three teams in the league? Like, okay, I so think- I'll say, I think they probably deserve to be S tier. Like, making deep runs every year, obviously, is a disappointment a lot of the times. But when you're in the conference finals every year, you make it to a finals year before last. We their floor is conference finals at this point. I think that's an S tier team. You think conference finals is an S tier team? Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, like, I mean we, at least we're just going to put the Nuggets and whoever that other top team in the league is in your perspective. My only issues is that I'm projecting and I can see exactly what will be the cause and main issue of their downfall, and mm. that you know that main root is still not solved. Maybe it yeah. has been, but. Like we, that's because we haven't seen Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown progress in playmaking yet or whatever. But yeah, all signs point towards like that not happening. Okay, so my question, Donovan, you can answer this first. Okay. Do you think they're going to be a better team next year after the moves they made to get KP and send out Marcus Smart? Better? No, no. But only because for them, better means winning a championship. And well, no, don't even, don't even don't even focus on results. Just think about the team and what you know what they bring to the table. No. I think that okay. I think they'll be about the same. The concerns that I have for them is like they they still have as many injury concerns as they, as <laughs> they, exactly as they did yeah. last season. Brogdon is still there, who they couldn't trade because he was hurt. KP, that was crazy. I forgot about that. Exactly, Brogdon is always hurt. Uh, KP is always hurt, and you traded people. Right, so you traded people away to, to go um to go get KP. So now you have less depth than you had before. And I just the the Jalen Brown thing, the his his playmaking, his ball handling is kind of weird. We're probably not gonna see Jason Tatum be this insane passer. They still have, and we've been saying it all offseason, they still have the same issues that they had last year. Yeah, Robert Williams has always hurt as well, so I don't think that they are going to get better. I think for them, literally, the only way that we can say if they got better is if they get over the hump, get back to the finals, and win a championship. Yeah. And so, but that's very, that's very, that's very possible, right? Like they were in it two years ago, last year one game away. Like it's not, it wouldn't be shocking at all if they made it. Like it, wouldn't, like it wouldn't. It wouldn't. If been. I said they were the favorites to get out of the East, would that be shocking to you? No, and nah. I, I would have them. For me, I have them as as my favorites to get out of the East, but I don't. But they gotta like, be S two then. Come on, they gotta be S then. It's you're trapped. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the it's favorites just, in the conference it's, just, it's trying to be as selective as possible with this tier, and if the the only reason why I have them in A is because I don't trust them. I don't trust them to be at that top level 
because I don't think that they are as good as some of the other teams that are going to be in the S tier. So well, I'll put it this way. But I, I you think know, you're if right, you have though. a you're extremely right. realistic you're chance right. of being in the finals, and if I can say I think they'll be in the finals and you won't be shocked, I think they got to be S tier. You're, you're right. If I have them as my favorites to get out the East, we have to put them in S. I'll give you that. Let's go. I'll give you That's that. That's solid, yeah. The Boston Celtics are super interesting because, you know, they strengthened up on all of the things that they didn't need necessarily to strengthen up. You know, like <laughs> no. the back AP. They the only the difference between Yeah, they fixed all the problems that they didn't even need to fix, bro. Like, That's you got KP. Cool. He's he, the only difference between him and all the other elite shooters you have is he shoots like a couple steps like further and also he's <laughs> tall as fuck. That's it, you know. Yeah. And when but, it comes to defense, well, it kind of it kind of like, helps if if Al Horford and Robert Williams are always hurt and you can kind of get and also you have this like dilemma of do we want Robert Williams with like the defense and the rim protection or do we want Al Horford with the shooting? You get a little bit of both with KP, and so if he's there. Then you True. then you can put him in the lineup, have a little bit more flexibility, have a little bit more creation, like uh, at the at the front of the lineup. Yeah, it it helps. The, you could say that know. they now have the best wing duo in the league and the best front court rotation with those three guys. That's a really strong place to start. And then you have Derek White, who's a really solid point guard. Obviously, you don't have the backup point guard you'd want, but that's a strong foundation. And I, I like what Mo said. How he said. They fixed all the wrong issues. They fixed issues they didn't have. That's an interesting way to view roster moves because, like you said, they didn't solve the problems, but they added new strengths. Yeah. So, like, and how does that I almost I almost view that as, like, wow, like, you know, you're doubling down on what you're really good at, so you blow teams out the fucking wazoo. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, just, like, there's still this one thing that I feel like every single championship team needs to have, and that's just, like, an overall someone – who's a great playmaker, floor general, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's there in history. Teams either have one of those guys or a multitude, two, three, three of those yeah. guys, you know? So yeah, for sure. it's tough. Yeah, but then again, they have a top eight player in the world and like the 20th best player in the league. And KP's like the 25th best player in the league, maybe. Something like that. That's, yeah. you know, that's... They, can, they might be able to talent their way to a championship. It won't be shocking. Yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't be shocking. They're in S, you're right. But they're the bottom of S tier. I think we can say that. The teams that are going to be there with them are probably better. Easy. This is why I, be- I like rankings a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tiers need some flexibility. They're not being so black and white. Yeah. All right, next team, you got the Brooklyn Nets. D. <laughs> D tier. I thought D for a second. But are they low-key C? Like, do you think they're going to be out of the playing race? Or are they going to be a, a funky team that can do a little bit and be competitive? I mean, they'll probably be... In the playing race, just because you can be under 500 and still be around 11, <laughs> yeah. 10 and still do all that. But they were so bad after that, after the trade. And I, I listen, I like Mikael Bridges a lot. They still have a lot of forwards and their roster just doesn't make sense. And I don't, I don't yeah. think that they are going to be even like really, really competitive, even in Nikhil- the play-in. Nikhil, can you pull up the Nets roster? Let's look at the moves they made this offseason because I think they're a little different now. And they're, they're an interesting case point because, like you said, they were crap after the deadline last year. Mm-hmm. But everybody kind of expected them to be good. They had the pieces to be good. So let, let's look at this rotation they got going on. Uh, keep while, uh, click depth at the top. Yeah. And while Nikhil is going through this, I, uh, in my opinion, they could be 
max like a C, but that is in almost entirely dependent on how like if Ben Simmons is like half of the player that he used to be, and that's that's great, you know. Oh, for, and that I fixes a lot there. of. The... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's so it's so easy to forget he's there, bro. But I I really feel like if he's a third, a third or a half of the player that he used to be then that fixes a lot of the woes and, you know, like he'll add obviously tremendous value on the offensive end and that'll just like uplift this team as a whole everywhere. You know, if you play a little bit yeah. faster, Nick, uh, Nick Claxton, he's still developing, has gone better every single year that he's been in the NBA. So it's all, it, it, I don't want to put too much pressure on Ben Simmons because, you know, no, you're right. You're right. It that, is like, for sure. It is what it is. It's an X factor because it's so easy for us to get up here now and just be like, oh, he's cooked forever. He's not going to be anything. Yeah. I don't think I'm past the point of expecting him to be like a star again or like early last season. A lot of us, including me, were like, oh, let's give him a chance. Maybe, you know, give him time to recover from the injury. He can come back and be the Ben Simmons we know he can be. You got to just assume he's not going to be that until he is. Yeah. But could he be a useful player? Could he be a solid backup for like his playmaking off the bench? That wouldn't be entirely shocking, would it? We're asking him be to great. be Lamar Odom? <laughs> like is, low key, is, like is, is that what we're like, asking? I'm I'm being for real. Is that what we're yeah, asking? Yeah, like for? honestly, he could be a useful player again in some capacity. If Markel Fultz can recover, he can recover. Markel Fultz's ah, back Markel is Fultz. broken, <laughs> and it looks like Ben Simmons' back is broken. Yeah, you think back was the biggest issue last year? Because I know a lot of the talk was like also confidence and just like general needing time to recover, both mentally and physically. I think part. I think part of it. I think that his back probably felt a little bit better, but it was also times where even if you don't have like the best confidence, you can still move. He looked stiff. He, yeah. he looked stiff defensively. I don't, it looked like he was limited. I'm not, I'm not sure what we're going to get from Ben Simmons this, um, this season. And especially like the lineups with him and Claxton, like John Vaughn was out here saying like, Hey, we basically, we really just can't run those lineups. Because yeah. they they are just both such non shooters that it messes up everything. So I don't know where if you are putting him in the lineup with Dennis Smith Jr., Lonnie Walker, Royce O'Neal, and Dayron Sharp, and what you know maybe Cam Johnson sneaks in there. <laughs> that is a terrible lineup. Yeah, I think you see bench lineups where he comes in for Spencer Dinwiddie, and then either Lonnie Walker or Royce O'Neal come in for one of the other wings. Mm-hmm. So you have like a Simmons Bridges. Cam Johnson, Walker, Claxton lineup. So Ben Simmons and Claxton still doesn't give you a ton of spacing. Like it's still not ideal, but when they're flanked by three really good shooters, they have a lot of good wings that can shoot the ball, but I don't think it's like impossible this year. That's their problem though. They just have a lot of good wings, but they, they, so they were rolling in December. They went 12 and one in December. They were seven and seven in January, three and eight in February, eight and eight in March, and then three and two in April. So, they are really, <laughs> they are really, really mid with the possibility of, hey, if things don't go right for a couple games, we might go on this random five game losing streak. And I think that puts them closer to D rather than a legitimate average team in the league. Mm-hmm. Man. The thing is, though, how much do you believe in Bridges to be able to do more next year as he gets more used to this role of being the guy? I think he can do a lot for himself. I, I don't, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to be able. His 2K rating is going to go up. His stats are going to be fantastic. <laughs> they are not going to win a lot of games. Okay. The the fit's just not there. Yeah, man. Where do you think, Mom? I don't know. Dom is going to be. Where are you going? I could go. I I'm looking at the roster right now. 
uh, when when Nikhil had up, and I'm like, damn, they're a little, they're, I don't know why, but that starting lineup is like, I like it a lot. But still, with that being said, if Mikhail Bridges is like the focal point of your offense, your team is ass, bro. He's not <laughs> like, even though he's developed and like, you know, he he's been that three level score and taken the leap, if you would like to say. I don't think that he's taken enough of a leap to carry the true burden of what true offensive engines do, you know? Yeah. And so, for sure with not. that being the- said, you know, like the 76 has made it very clear in the playoffs that if you take away his mid range jumper, he's not doing anything for anybody, not even himself. After that first exactly. game where he went bonkers, he looked very regular once the 76ers made one simple adjustment. Yeah, exactly. And with that being said, I think I have to feel comfortable with putting them in D. All right, D, it is. <laughs> Donovan finally win one, wins one. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you. I was wondering when I was, I was wondering how many teams but this we were going to go. D. Yeah, I just, I just strong you every time. Remember everybody to you off? Exactly. <laughs> just troll you. Everybody's a. Eh? I'm dead. <laughs> All right, man. Next team, right. the Charlotte Hornets. D, I, D, I feel like they, they got to be D, right? The Hornets are interesting, man. Like, they have this is a newfound starting center in Mark Williams, who's actually good, and he's uh, for sure long term piece alongside LaMelo Ball. They don't have a lot of those. Um, they have a criminal returning back, back to their... Oh, I forgot about Brandon Miller, too, man. I feel like I haven't yeah. heard or seen anything. It feels like the NBA draft was ages ago, man. God. For sure. Listen, it's fuck Miles Bridges forever, but if he's going to be there, him and Brandon Miller nice. as a wing duo... Him and Brandon Miller as a wing duo is interesting. Yeah. Like, I guess now we got to just talk about Miles Bridges like he's a regular person again, which like, yuck, but so be it. <laughs> him and Brandon Miller together is nice with Terry and Lamelo. Yeah. Lamelo, Terry, Brandon Miller, PJ Washington. Because I have to assume that PJ is going to still start. Yeah. Be kind of yeah. Until Brandon Miller's ready. Pretty, yeah. Exactly. And then Mark Williams. I kind of like that. And that's a that's a high quality lottery team. That's high, high quality, quality lottery team. Nice. Listen, they're gonna have yeah. Gordon Hayward for twenty six games out of the year. They'll be an impactful twenty six games. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick oh, Richards, man. very, very like who? Backup center. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, yeah. what do you think, Donovan? Frank Nilakina's so, on this team. Are you serious? Wow. Listen, he had to be somewhere. He had to be on some team. I guess. That's no, what he didn't. <laughs> he could have. He could have just been out the league. That's crazy. I didn't, okay. Okay. Shout out Frank. Shout out Frank. Yeah. No, it's a decent team if they stay healthy. Uh, the problem last year wasn't that they were just pissed poor because they had no good players. It's because they had injury concerns and Miles Bridges is a criminal. Now, he's back from criminal activities. Lamelo should be healthy. Put Terry back in the <laughs> back in the role he should have been in as a secondary <laughs> ball handler. Listen, they got him to do pick. Like, could they be C? No. They could only I, be I think C. that's best case scenario. The only world they see is if Lamelo Ball truly ascends to I think he might. that tier of player that I think a lot of people feel like he should be in, you know? I like, am predicting a LaMelo Ball breakout season. I think he is it, one of the most underrated young players in the league right now because yeah. he's on the Hornets and because he's been hurt. Yeah. I'm comfortable with C because I think that's going to happen. If you think that's what they needs to happen for the NBC, I'm comfortable saying that's going to happen. Oh, my God. There's a rat in the room. What the fuck? Oh, we got a live reaction to a rat in New York City. <laughs> oh, no. Mo's in the trenches. 
<laughs> He's get in Mo the trenches. We we have to get Mo. Listen, for 39 cents a day, you can help get Mo out the trenches, out of the out of of the Bronx, New York. Please send all donations to the deep3 at gmail.com. Please send it right now. Mo is in shambles. All right, we are trying our best. Buy the merch, subscribe, run everything up. We are trying to help a young black man get out of a impoverished situation. Please help us. Please help us. Most speechless. Wow. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm talking about LaMelo Ball and his ascension. And the next thing you know, a fucking tiny mouse comes <laughs> crawling towards my lighting. Uh, wow. And then as soon as I start screaming, it runs away. And now I damn near piss my pants. <laughs> Do you know where it's at? Is he just living there now? He's got to leave him there. I don't know what I want. <laughs> we do. listen. We might be done for the night. <laughs> we we might have to pick this up tomorrow. Mo listen, just can't. My, think. my Apple Watch is telling me my heart rate is going crazy right now. <laughs> Let's just try to calm down. Listen, and, listen, wow. listen, listen, Mo. I feel bad for you. I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm moving, but this is excellent content. Wow! If it was gonna happen, wow! I'm so glad the cameras are on. <laughs> no, thank goodness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> thank this God is perfect timing. Wow. <laughs> Wow, wow, All wow. All right, man. Let's put the horns to seat here. Are we no. ready to move okay, on? Okay, no, you're not just going to sneak that in. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stop that. Nikhil, put them in D, please. Put them okay, in D. Okay, Mo, you're the deciding factor. Where are they going, Mr. Mouse? The Hornets? Yep. I think they genuinely, I think they're going to be C tier. I think they're going to be C tier. It's well, kind of crazy. Forward. I, yeah, I, I, I understand crazy, what we're Melo doing. I understand the exercise. <laughs> I understand the exercise. <laughs> I, I get what yeah. we're doing. I just don't. Yeah, young young cores get better, and I don't think it's crazy to think they'll get better. I there's so many other teams that I actually think are are going to be C, and it's like, listen, based on where I'm thinking of, like if I have in my mind if the Hawks are C, then I don't feel comfortable putting the Hornets in the same. One. That's great because all currency there be. So, so. I'm telling you what I think. Okay, I'm giving you my thoughts. Listen, the list talks. The list is fact. From now on, the hawks are B. I'm not participating. Next the one. list is Bible. Next one. <laughs> all right, man. Chicago Bulls. We're not gonna do this for an hour and a half. I see. Do we, do we, should we just like not even talk about the Bulls? Yeah, the Bulls? The yeah, yeah. Can we not? Can we not talk about the Bulls? Shout Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I really yeah. don't want to talk about the Bulls at all. There we go. They, Listen, we're, we can't talk about every team. So the Bulls, C tier. <laughs> Next team, the Cavs. I'm so disoriented, bro. I can't even think straight. Wow. This Listen. is a flu game. This is hilarious. I got you. <laughs> flu game for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, right, Cavs, the Cavs, man. The Cavs are A tier. Yeah. The Cavs are A tier. I. Okay, so does anybody have a different opinion? Because I also love the Cavs, but they did get their teeth kicked in, and maybe we should acknowledge flaws that were shown by the Knicks. Dude. No, they are they are fine. They, the Cavs are going to be so freaking good this year. Okay, they, they are they are A tier. I I'm this close. If we're projecting, I'm this close to saying S tier. I I what? I love wow. what the Cavs have cooking. Okay, so year. explain why them getting their teeth kicked in by the Knicks, a very regular. Playoff team doesn't concern you. One, Mobley is going to get better. And I think that for him, okay. off, uh, like 
last season was a very big breakout season, at least defensively for him. The offensive game is still going to come. Jared Allen, he acknowledged that the lights were too bright, but hey, he's, <laughs> he's been in the playoffs before. I think he's going to be okay. Offensively, them signing Niang and them signing Max Struess is going to give them so much more versatility offensively, and they're going to be able to stagger Garland and Mitchell so much better and be able to have some length on the floor whenever you have those two undersized guards there. So, okay. I, so I think that offensively, they're going to be fine. When everybody was healthy, even in the regular season, they were one of the top three they were one of the top three defenses in the league, depending on what week you caught them at. They might have been the best defense in the league. They yeah. have they have all the tools to be a really good team. And there's a lot, and especially when we look at the rest of the Eastern Conference, the Cavs are able and they're going to be in prime position to make a very, very deep run. So I like I like what Cleveland is gonna do next season. I don't yeah, see I'm them making see it. any leap or stride like that unless they unless like evan mobley is able to extend his range or if not then they go ahead and make a decision and trade away like jared allen for the sake of evan mobley and accepting the fact that like yo like you know this is his archetype this is what he needs in order to maximize his ability we're gonna go ahead and do what's best for our third overall pick and continue to prioritize him as a quarter store cornerstone piece and so with that being said i still think that they have like a few of the same issues they did go ahead and get max truce which is like big ups you know because he is one he is a good shooter in the nba <laughs> but i don't think max truce is good enough to yeah i don't think max truce is good enough to go ahead and warrant them to be like an no for sure max truce isn't moving legal that much but i think the combination of truce and Niang helps them a lot more than the talent of those guys that make you think just because they so desperately needed wing shooting and those guys for all they lack are good wing shooters. You know, like they're going to give them the spacing they need. They're the type of shooters that provide spacing, not fake shooters that can shoot 38%. Like these are legit guys that will stress the defense. So maybe the problem is, can Niang play in the playoffs? We'll see. But at least in the regular season, they have two legit shooters that can prevent them from relying so much on Karis LeVert and Alex Okoro, who, you know, aren't spacers. Exactly. That's, that's my entire point is that instead of having at the bare mm. minimum, Instead of having three non-shooters, you're going to have two. And, and <laughs> <Right. laughs> for what it's worth, it's going to improve the spacing. And that yeah. one change is going to allow Garland to get downhill. It's going to let Donovan Mitchell get downhill a little bit more. I, I'm i really bullish on, on the Cavs. So I would like to put them... I understand S might be a bit of a stretch. And it's, no, it's ridiculous. And it's asking a very big stretch of them. So I will go A. Yeah, we can go A. I'm cool with that. The Bears and the cool. Hawks, they're... Whatever. A, they, they wouldn't shock you if they make a run to the conference finals, get into the finals. Like, you're not going to predict it, but they could do it. I think it's fine. They'll be a top three, four seed, maybe. Easy, cool. for sure. They should easily be a top three seed. Okay. Before we move on to this next team, Mo, give us a vibe check. Are you freaking out? Do you, you need to be hyped up to recuperate and get through this podcast? How are you feeling? I think it's clear as day that my mind is just like, I'm looking, scanning on the floor. Any movement I see, I'm tweaking. I'm looking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweaking. I'm looking everywhere. Like it's I'm menacing like ghosts. Well, that's yeah. fine. You know what? You have us to talk through with this throughout this process. The fans are here. The viewers are listening. Tell them how you're feeling. We'll get through this together. I am not feeling good, and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cry for help. If this the is camera, crazy. bro, the way that thing was coming at me too was crazy. <laughs> I was. You're- 
Like I'm here and I'm helpless. I have a I have a mic in my hands and I have my ginger ale on the floor. What am I supposed to do? I'm live on camera right now. I can't like get up and move my legs because I'm gonna fuck up my setup. I can't go ahead and run out the room or be on my bed like I usually do. God. Which bad boy was it? I hate New York. Fuck this place. <laughs> God. All right, man. Let's move on to this next team. We're half an hour in. We're through like five teams. We got to keep it moving. Where are we putting the Dallas Mavericks? Projecting. Ooh, this is so we tough. all acknowledged before in the past that they failed horribly last year. But they're going to be better this year. It's B or A? Not A B. at all. I B. feel comfortable being B. 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 I kind of want yeah. – I think that their ceiling is A for sure. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why I threw out B or A because – if you're real bullish in the combination, you acknowledge they have maybe the best guard in the league by the end of the next season. He finally has a second star. They fixed some of the issues that made them flounder at the end of last year. It wouldn't be shocking if they're better than the Cavs next year. Yeah. All their role players just have to come together. Josh Green has to continue to ascend as a high-level role player. You know, they got Derek Derek Jones Jr., his fantastic piece alongside everybody. Rashawn Holmes? mentioned Grant Williams. They have pieces. But Rashawn Holmes was nasty last time he had minutes. He didn't get to play last year or really year before that. But a few years ago, his first year with the Kings, he was really good. Having him as your backup five is nice. Hey, I'm not going to lie. This is kind of a C-tier team. Oh, you got to your fucking mind. This is kind of your Who are they stopping? Who are they stopping? Bro, what? Who? Who is I, stopping them? Who Who are they stopping? We could go back That's and forth all year. That's not a horrible defensive unit. I mean, I'm, Grant Williams and a center is a solid front court defensively. Obviously, Luka and Kyrie aren't going to be stoppers. I don't know if Tim, this, this has Tim Hardaway Jr. starting at the three. I don't know if that's really who's going to be starting there, but it'll be their best perimeter defender, whoever that ends up being in camp. Probably Josh Green? Yeah. Definitely Josh Green. He, he, he they, progressed so much last season. Okay. Can you guys at least give me this? Do they have solid potential to be in the C tier next year? Like if they, I, ended, up, if they ended up there, would you guys hmm. be shocked? Yes. It, can it, can it happen? Yes. Yeah. Will I be shocked? I'll definitely be shocked. If the whole season sample size, if the Mavs are C tier means average. Yes. I'll be shocked if they were average or worse. I think they're going to be slightly above average at the minimum. Just they have somebody who's going to be developing into the maybe the best player in the league very soon, top three to five guy, and he has a second star and his solid supporting casting, and spacing, has a front court that can defend a little bit. I think this team is a very high floor. Okay, all right, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not going to press for A. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to fight. I'm, I'm cool not going to fight about it. But I'm. I'm not too too high on on Dallas going into next yeah. season. There I'm is a world where they see. I, I wouldn't be like hor- horrifically shocked if they're ass again. We we already saw them fail, so you can't be surprised if it happens again. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I see your logic. But under the circumstances that they failed at, like I don't want to say they're pretty much destined to fail, but they had nothing going their way whatsoever, other than having another superstar or star, however you want to I mean, ca- categorize them. Yeah, and Kyrie. Yeah, you know? no, there, there was definitely circumstances that, that held them back that was hard to overcome, and they would have had to really click. And they just didn't, so they couldn't overcome them. Max. All right. B. Let's keep rolling. He's fine. Nuggets. No S-tier. words. S tier. Throw them in there. Whatever. They're going to win the title again if everything stays healthy, I think. I think they, they should be the favorites immediately. Yogi's is the best player in the world. He has the best supporting fat cast you can imagine around him without another superstar. 
there's nothing bad to say about this team. Jamal Murray's going to be an all-star next season. Christian Brown's going to fill in those uh, Bruiser Brown shoes. They're going to be okay. Yep. They, they will be fine. Uh, do you all think they're going to win the finals again? Win or so. be in the They'd finals? be my favorite. Well, I don't know. I, I, whatever. I mean, do you finals think they're going to be in the finals and not win? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're going to be in the finals again. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah, hard to predict at that point, but I think they'll win the West. I do think one team that we'll get to in a little bit has a good chance, but we'll get to them. What about the Pistons? Are they still in F tier, or have they accumulated enough talent that we think they'll be D? Oof. There has to be an F tier. Again, dude. we're projecting it's a young core. Cade is going to have a season to develop. He's hit at that age where you would think he'd make a little bit of a leap. I mean, you would think so, but he also has missed a lot of time, so that might be a little bit delayed. I am going to say F tier, even though I love Jaden Ivey. I love Morris. I love, I love Jaden Ivey. I love Latar Thompson. I like Kate Cunningham a lot. They're just not going to be a good team. They're just going to they're just going to lose a lot of games. Just okay, be, I agree. I agree. But okay, so what's the difference in F and D to you? I still, for me, F is like tire fire, like Rockets and Pistons last year. D is like you suck. You're in the lottery, but you know you're you're not getting blown out by thirty every night. Yeah, maybe I, they should be D. They're going to be at the bottom of the conference. I think for me, F is like 14 and, 14 and 15, maybe even 13. And then D is where we're talking about you're like 12, 11, kind, okay. of, kind of being sneaky, fighting for the play-in. But I don't think that they're going to have a legitimate chance to get into the play-in. So I'm putting them at F. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. I don't okay. really know which teams you could project them ahead of them. Like, I don't know who you could put below them. So maybe that means a happy F because... I don't even know. <laughs> what yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. By that logic, just thinking about the Wizards. Ooh. The Wizards would be worse than them. Um, Ooh, facts. Oh, true. True. That's that's it. Oh, you know, let's not bury the lead. Go ahead and put the Wizards and the Pistons in F tier, so they're going to be the worst two teams in the conference. Perfect. Go ahead and throw them both in there. <laughs> as we talked about them. Man. But yeah, man. That's about it. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. The yep. Warriors. Uh, they're going to be an S in my mind. A S, A tier, A A for A-tier. sure. Really? And that's a, why would it be S tier? And that's a generous A tier too. Okay, Mo, let's focus on you. I was, them. I was. Do you think they're going to be better thinking, than last year? I think they're going to be better than last year because vibes were just completely off last year. Like they were ass. It wasn't like, a salt start of the season. That's a good point. You know, Assault. exactly. And that just does a lot and that carries on throughout the entire season. <laughs> I was Multiple. joking, but it was, it was definitely it, it quite literally it quite literally was. It wasn't it wasn't on file, but bro, it was on video, <laughs> it not 4K, but like three sixty P. Yeah. It was literally an assault. <laughs> no, they're fine. Um but with with that with that being said, uh going into the season with being hungry, some improved and all that other stuff, and also adding another element of play another layer another tool in your tool bag offensively New with pitch. having chris paul mm-hmm. with having chris paul coming off the bench and having to you know giving having another element that you haven't had in years since you could argue since they had since they had kd and also like sean livingston someone who's just super mid-range savvy and also someone who can help ah. unlock other levels of players on that team too um I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Okay. And I, you, and you I definitely do think. This, uh, sorry. I do think that they would be. If they made the finals, it would surprise no one whatsoever. And I think they should That's make fair. the Western Conference finals. Guaranteed. That's fair. In my mind. You mentioned that oh, they guaranteed. have this. 
No, I wouldn't guarantee that for damn sure. But it wouldn't be shocking <laughs> if they made that far. But you mentioned they have Chris Paul now, which is a new element. Are you confident that'll work? I am pretty confident that it'll work for sure. Um, it, the, the only way it wouldn't work is if Chris Paul is either hurt or he simply just isn't diving with the whole running around thing. <laughs> listen, like, <laughs> jiving. <laughs> listen, listen, he gets hurt a lot. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You need two possibilities that could go wrong. One, that motherfucker gets hurt a lot. True. Two, that motherfucker doesn't jive a lot. He can definitely not jive. <laughs> That's very lucky. He's not a jiver. <laughs> Him and Curry have not jived in the past. It wouldn't be shocking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, but I envision a world in where all that is put to the side. Obviously, injuries, it's a flex. Easily, like, one of the most unlucky players in NBA history when it comes to that time. just consistently piss poor. But... If this is if he was going to surpass injuries and go and and have that not be a plague to his success on the court, this could potentially be a year because no one is relying on Chris Paul on a consistent basis. Just give us 15 to 17 max, like 25 minutes a game, bro. Give us 25 yeah. minutes of your time every night and you're good. That's all we need from you, <laughs> you know, and um, there are I think there are a lot of ways and a lot of avenues and so many more loopholes that they can throw into their offense to help throw off and offset teams um, throughout the regular season and also obviously playoffs. Yeah, they got really predictable in the last year. I think Draymond said that. Or no, maybe, maybe he was talking about like 2015. He did, he did a podcast at the beginning of this offseason and said we were predictable, and he was talking about before they got Curry. I mean, before they got KD. And I think they kind of fell back into that last year where – you knew what they were going to do. It was Curry's the offense. If Jordan Poole is not cooking, you're screwed. If Clay Thompson is not hitting 10 threes in the game randomly, you're screwed. They had no variety. They, they were a one-pitch type of good pitcher. And maybe the Chris Paul thing won't jive, but at the very minimum, they have a new pitch. So I, I can see them being as good, if not a little bit better next year. But I'm cool with it. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. I think until okay. I think until Clay Thompson proves himself to be a reliable um, second shooter again, then, like, until that moment, we have to put him in A. Isn't yeah. he on his contract year? Oh, um, no. Contract Clay? I think he is. I think he Listen, is. Maybe, maybe he balls out. And again, if he does, then I will give them more respect. But the last the last couple of times that we've seen Clay Thompson, he was bricking everything. Yeah, that's true. So, I think he actually shot solid for the whole season. He just, like... Since he came back, he wants to be Devin Booker, and he does a lot with the ball in his hands that just, like, doesn't <laughs> work. Like, he spent all that time rehabbing. He had to work on his, like, go-to shots. He had to work on his back since he couldn't move a lot. And he wants to pull that shit out at every opportunity, and he just doesn't have the burst he once did to beat guys anymore. And I don't know. It's just like he tries to do too much, and we give him credit and let him cook because he's clay, and he deserves that opportunity. But more often than not, it's not helping. Yeah. Four. Okay. Right. Eight tier it is. Whatever. Eight tier it is. Next team. Who Let's move on. Me? Who's next? next up, we have the Houston Rockets. Okay, the, the instant reaction is F tier. But I'm Doka. They signed some free agents. They're going to be a normal team. Can they be D? I think they. I think they will be better than the Pistons. But they are also going to lose a lot of games. So they're probably still going to be F. But you know what? We are a pro Amen Thompson um, podcast Very. here. But they also have Dylan Brooks. I don't know. Like, you go back and forth. You go back and forth. Uh, Who's to say? No, I think they deserve D, honestly. Sengun showed signs of being their best player last year. 
I think a lot of Rockets fans are taking a little too far with how good they think he'll be. But he's going to be a good starter. Jabari Smith had a rough start okay. of the year. His okay. shots are to come around. He's a perfect pairing with Sengun. If year two of his defense is looking good, Jalen Green is the perfect age to finally make that leap now that he has a real coach and playing with a real system that allows him to actually get looks off that aren't forced. Fred Van Vliet is good. Point guard. God, exactly. Damn, That's a Kevin Porter Jr. Part. is no longer commandeering the offense doing bullshit. And you have Tariq not the bench. And man, no, I think this team has to be the honestly. I think they'll be solid. Okay. You sold me. Yes. <laughs> like the, that's all, that's yeah. all it took. Now, yeah, if I can sell added, Donovan to be positive, I won. <laughs> yeah, they added so much to their team to the point to where it's impossible that they're piss poor. Now, yes, in my mind, like they may not be that much separate from the Detroit Pistons when it comes to the wins and loss column and stuff like that. But they're in the Western Conference. It is what it is, man. But also, with that being said, I think you'll see cultural changes within that organization, for sure, obviously, with the EMA plan. And you'll see, like, multiple leaps being made in unison because of all the great things happening there. It just it just yeah. feels like they're building. I, still, I feel like the Pistons should be D2. Like, they also got Monty Williams, who is also great at writing. Oh, that, I forgot Monty's there. Uh, okay. I feel like the Pistons deserve D. I feel like they're in the same boat as the Rockets. I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to put the Pistons in the same tier as the Wizards because the Wizards. Feel Me like neither. I think the Wizards should be the only F tier team in the league this year. <laughs> yeah. God. No, we. But have someone to, has to, to be F tier though. I thought the Wizards were going to be. I thought the Pistons were going to be nice last year, and then a fucking injury happened. Yeah. I don't know. And You're two Jaden and Ivy. Cade back. Cade look really good this summer. Like they have a real a, coach. A stars year development. No, Durant, no. Let's keep him in F. We got to keep him in F. No, All right, whatever. I'm not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna go die over this. Next up, I don't know, man. the Pacers. Yeah. B. Uh, no. Are we okay I with think, B? No. I mean, there's a world where they're B. I know why you're saying that. Yeah. Tyrese is a star. When he was healthy last year, they were cooking. Nimhart is really good. Miles Turner had a career year, looking like a top ten center in the league. They have a lot of stuff going for him. But look at the teams in B, like. I uh, know. I. That's I exactly why I'm saying it. Lucky. I think they deserve to be B. They deserve to be B. They deserve to be B. They've done nothing. Let's do it. Yeah, they've done nothing other than like continue to, you know, slightly shock people across the NBA universe by just having straight up just good good culture and also like making all the right moves necessary and maximizing their potential alongside with everything around, with everyone around Tyrese Halliburton. With how they were cooking, I think it was it threw everyone off, bro. And I, th- I don't think a lot of people talked about it, or at least not a, not enough people talked about it. Um, and so, yeah, I think another year of Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton, Bennett Matherin is. I feel like it's almost a guarantee, a lock for him to naturally just get better, be more consistent. I yeah, I'm vibing with me. I'm vibing Let's with go. me. I, I love yeah, it. Bruce they're gonna Brown. be in the Hornets. Hornets and Bulls are seeds here. They they got me beat. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the C tier doesn't have a lot of variety. I think those two teams, or at least the Hornets, are the bottom of the C tier. So maybe that's not a fair comparison. Like if you said the Pacers are top of C tier, it would be understandable. But I, I think they deserve B. Oh my god, man! Right, cool. That rat stared me in my eyes. <laughs> I'm having Wait, flashbacks. Is it, is it back? No, but like I'm tormented right now. <laughs> the rat incident of 2023. I love it. Yeah. Right, I, I'm next? so happy my camera didn't catch that, bro. That would have been that. I, that the camera caught your reaction though, and I'm gonna clip the shit out of this. It's gonna be, all <laughs> oh it's gonna be great. 
<laughs> this is going to be marketing gold. Oh, man. That's funny. Next team we got is the Clippers. This is a hard one. If we're going past results, we're not going to pass results. Let me not even say that. But if we were, it would, they would get a low grade. But they're a solid team, man. Like I want to put them in B, to be honest. B is, I think, the low end. Like, end of the day, they have PG and Paul George. Like, we all know. Every, every year, people fucking pick them to be the championship favorites, which we're past that now. But they have A ceiling. We used to say that, S ceiling. I think we're past that. Hey, they, they can be as good as the Cavs. No, they can't. They can. But will they? Because the injuries? Probably not. But if, if they were healthy, they certainly would be. I feel comfortable putting him in B because they've consistently let us down and they've yeah. done nothing to like even progress towards where we want to see them at, bro. If anything, yeah. they've just regressed. Exactly. At this point, it's been so many years ruined by injuries. You have it's a design thing. You gotta assume they're gonna be hurt until they're not. Just because at this point you'd be crazy to keep predicting otherwise. Right. So it's what? weird because they have the one of the best duos in the league, but you're right, they gotta be B. What if they traded for James Harden? Just Wow, the X Factor, would that move you? A little uh, bit. I mean, well, it, it depends what they no. it depends what they give up. I would think they'd be better, but at the end of the day, we're not putting them B because they're not good enough now. We're putting them B because we think their two best players will get hurt. If they get James Harden, their two best players could still get hurt. So that doesn't really change the reason we're lowering them. B. <laughs> yeah, they just they're stuck in B until they prove otherwise, I think. Thanks. Even though they have all the talent to be A, but it doesn't matter if they're not there. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Lakers. A tier. Listen, A tier. A tier. A tier. Easy. Thank God. I thought I was going to be like looking like a Lakers dick rider because I'm a fan. <laughs> no, it's, this it's team easy. is going to be so good. I I said earlier that the Nuggets are going to walk into the finals again unless one team maybe can get in there. I think the Lakers have as good of a chance as they've had in LeBron here to make the finals. I listen. I agree. I think out west. I think right now the most logical matchup that we get in the Western Conference Finals is going to be a rematch of the Nuggets and the Lakers. Yep. I just, I they seem the most complete right now. The The way that Anthony Davis was playing defense last year was absolutely insane. And I think with him and Vanderbilt and that defensive versatility and Reeves coming into his own, literally the only thing that the Lakers have to do that would make me feel more confident in them is ship D'Angelo Russell out of there. If they get rid of, <laughs> if they get rid of him, they have serious potential to do some stuff. And I mean, listen, they lost, they got swept, but they they were in every one of those games. They yeah. they did play the Nuggets tough. So yeah, I, I, I'll give I them hate credit because like a lot of playoff games are close. So like. Let me say I hate that. I don't necessarily care if they got swept. It's always a talking point that like they played them the best they could. Each game was close. Good teams win close games. The Nuggets won every single one of them. So I don't put a lot of stock into the fact that they lost a little good. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, will. Man. The only reason why I will is because LeBron was hurt. And True. Okay. No, LeBron. LeBron was hurt, and D'Lo was out here shooting two for twenty-five every, yeah, every single game, and you had. You had some of your top players and a lot of the people that you were relying on not really show up or or have some ailments, and you were still able to be right there. And so I, I think the Lakers are going to be really good. I think they're yeah. going to have a very very high ceiling. And listen, they they can mess around and make the finals next year, and I wouldn't be shocked. I yeah. think they can mess around and win the finals, and I wouldn't. Be oh, shocked. okay. Whoa, whoa. I'm, too no, much, I'm not too much dip. Too much no, dip no, no, on no, the no. chip. 
too much. I'm not saying they will. <laughs> I think the Nuggets have a better chance. Probably the Celtics. I'm. I have not. What's it called? I have Stockholm syndrome to the point where I got to say the Bucks win it every year. And after that, I think if you said the Lakers are the fourth best chance of winning the finals, or maybe fifth, you throw the Suns in there. Honestly, I don't think the Lakers won the Suns, but I think the Lakers have a top five chance of winning the finals. They for One sure do. Really, they, okay, I'll give you that. They yeah. for sure do. One thing that yeah, I really I'm, like yeah, about the Lakers this year compared to last year is that, of course, like you know, Austin Reeves is cool and all that. And uh, you know they got D'Lo fixed their spacing and all that all that cool stuff. But a like I think Austin Reeves is gonna not take a leap necessarily, but like he's there, and a lot of people know his role is solidified. And you know I think he's gonna go out. <laughs> I think he's gonna go out and do his thing. But regardless of the fact, their guard rotation is a lot deeper and it's a lot more trustworthy. Gabe Vincent, not to say that Gabe Vincent necessarily moves the needle, but Gabe Vincent is an option. Um, and on top he of that, of course, you still have D'Lo, and then you also have, I mean, Osiris is still there as well as an off guard. Yeah. And then Torian Prince, Jackson Hayes, good players. Torian Prince is, is specifically really good player. So Jackson Hayes is not a good player. Pieces. People are, Lakers fans are so hyped around him because he's like this bouncy guy that has like potential. Shout out Texas. Shout out Texas. Jackson Hayes sucks. <laughs> He sucks. I, I was thinking of backup center. Let me not say he sucks. He does not move me, and I hope they don't rely on him to be the backup center. Mm-hmm. But the say. point we're the point we're all glossing over Cam is, Reddish. Oh, fuck Cam <laughs> the point we're glossing over is the Austin Reeves hype train is leaving the fucking station. Now's the time to hop on it. He is going to be making a big leap this year. Now that he has more responsibility and can do what he did in the second half of last year for four, eighty-two games. He is going to quickly show to be, I think, probably the best contract in the NBA. He's going to make him $14 sure. million dollars a year for the next four years. Oh, no. He's, he's, he's already the best contract in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. And he's going to continue to develop to be, as a third option, 18 points per game, six assists, one of the most efficient scorers in the league like he was last year. He had a, he had like a, I was watching Alex Hoops did a video about him yesterday, actually. I didn't even realize he had like a 68% true shooting percentage last year. Oh, wow. Which doesn't even make sense. That's like fucking Jokic numbers. That's going to come down. But he's legit going to be extremely efficient every year because he gets to the free throw line. He makes his threes. He's a great finisher. He's compassed. He's going to be empowered to do more playmaking this year as LeBron wants to kind of keep his energy so he doesn't burn out and hurt his foot again. He's going to be the X factor to the point where we're going to be talking about them as being not a big three because that term's exclusively used for like, you know, three stars. But in yeah. terms of you're talking about the best three players that any teams have, the Lakers are going to be up there because Austin Reeves is going to make that type of jump. Yeah, man, he's an integral part to their success. Shout and out to the white boy. So crazy to say because that <laughs> man was undrafted. Yeah, <laughs> and they were calling that man hillbilly Kobe. He was just another white boy meme, and he actually <laughs> took that, ran with it, and yeah. he's actually becoming something of himself. Listen, so, in another world, that man could have been Mac McClung, and now he's out here being an integral part to one of the championship favorites in the West. It's crazy. Insane. Yeah, man, A tier. I think we all agree. It's gonna be a Facts. very great team. Please, for the love of God, LeBron, stay healthy. Oh, man. I don't know about Next that up, one. The, I don't know about it either. Yeesh. The Memphis Grizzlies. B? I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought much about them. They're either B or A. Yeah. John Morant's going to be out for the first, what, 25 games. Brandon Clark is not going to be there. They do have Marcus Smart, who's going to, like, change a lot. But having Marcus Smart for, like, a chunk of this to start the NBA season is like, man, I don't know. 
they're going to weather the storm of job just fine. And so we can't even, don't even think about that. What are they going to be when he gets back? Jaron Jackson Jr. made a big step last year. We, we, we hyped the fuck out of Evan Mobley a lot. Jaron Jackson's just a better Evan Mobley right now who actually has range and has a lot of offensive skill set while being a slightly better defensive player. We all love Desmond Bain. Obviously, John Morant, John Morant. The additional market is smart. Could this team make the conference finals next year? They could. Oh, man. They could. Like, it's a, it's on the table. I don't think that they are. Are any... they making the conference finals with John Conchar, Conchar as their <laughs> starting three? I don't know. Who? No, he's only there right now because Jaw's not on this chart. It'll be Desmond Bain as a starting three. Okay, so it'll be Jaw. Bain. Jaw Smart Jaw. Bain. Bain. Okay, Jaw Smart Bain. Okay, cool. Yeah, then Jaron and Steven Adams. Ooh, that's Remember, a, last year Steven Adams was hurt, so they were. that's why they got destroyed by the Lakers because they had no size against the biggest team in the league. That's a non-shooting that backcourt. That is a non-shooting <laughs> backcourt with, with John Smart. I. Hey, Bain, I, and, Bain and Jackson, they'll give you a lot of space. I'll, I'll put him at B. I'll put him at B. I think they have a lot of... They're, outside of like Ja running the offense and pushing everything, I... Don't think that they have enough offensive firepower from like a second star that makes me trust them the same way that I do the Cavs or the Lakers and the Warriors. And even though that the Warriors, like Steph Curry is just there, is just a guy. Exactly. It's Steph Curry. So he gets the pass. I'll put him yeah. at B. Okay. okay. Do you agree, Mo? Uh, I kind of want to put them A because I feel like pieces no. will be put together towards the back half of the season especially but i do feel like they're gonna go through a period whether it be when jaw first comes back or when like defenses start to just naturally figure things out um and like really just like clog clog space in the playoffs with marcus martin and john morant and i think the non-shooting might be just to overlook those a little bit but i'm not really sure if that makes a lot of if that like means a lot because you still have like two phenomenal playmakers and two down shooters. No, they don't. Bain they don't. And also Jaren okay. Jackson so Jr. They're not so, on the level of the Lakers. The Lakers are the best team in A. They're not on that level. They're on the level of the Cavs and Warriors. They're better than the Hawks. They deserve much more credit than the Hawks. They Pacers can be at the top Mavericks. of B. They can be at the top of B tier. But nah, I think top of B is no, top of B, no. low end of A is how I feel. <laughs> Mom, with you, let's put a tier. They, they deserve it. They've done no! they've been for multiple years. I'm they tired of losing. I'm tired of losing. Yeah, A tier is fine. <laughs> I'm done. A tier is. Okay, next up, the Miami Heat. This team is so hard to rank every year. It's a flip of a coin. Are they going to be great? Or are they going to be mid fucking? It really, it really doesn't. It really doesn't matter because they could be the one seed or they can be the eight seed. We're going to look up in June and they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. So let's just go ahead, put them at A, give them the respect let's that they it. deserve, <laughs> and move yeah. on. Yeah, I like it. They're not even, they're devoid of logic. They surpass all elements of man in the way we think as people. They are just a spiritual being that is glued to the Conference Finals no matter what. Exactly. Facts. Every time you just want to forget about them and just be like, ah, old wash, pastor prime, whatever, they're just always there every single time. They Pat Riley miss. made a deal with the devil at some point. And it's, it hasn't ran out of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. If Dame was to be traded to the Miami Heat, would you put them at S tier? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. Why? Just, it was Dame, viewers, Jimmy, why? and Bam. Dame, Jimmy, and Bam is the best big three in the NBA right now. That'd be crazy. Ooh, best facts. Nah, it wouldn't even be debatable, I don't think. Like, that would be two 
top 10 to 12 players and then one of the best defensive players alive, like the way the skills would complement each other as well as just being pure talent, it would be nuts. Mm-hmm. And we can trust them to always have a good supporting cast. They'll just find guys on the street and give them that devil magic and then it'll be great. Like they would win it all. And all they the, need the amount of dog that they would have inside of them <laughs> on that team. Oh my goodness. They would have the most dog in the league. It would be like unprecedented level of dog. The only way, yeah. only team I could think of that had more dog is like the 04 Pistons. It would be just an <laughs> immense dog. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't even exactly. think we'd be ready for that much dog. It would be like overwhelming. It would be extensive yeah. overload. Facts. Yeah. If they went ahead and got Dame, I, I, I agree with you guys. It wouldn't matter who they have around them. All they just need you to be able to do is cardio and shoot a little bit and you're straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, just play a little defense and let Dame and Jimmy make all the shots and we're good. Facts. <laughs> Love it. All right, man. The Milwaukee Bucks. This one is going to be a little awkward. I know me and Donovan love to give them credit no matter what and assume they're going to make the finals. So I feel like, Donovan, your first inclination is going to say S tier. Have you been brought down to earth? Are they A now? Oh, they're A. They're A tier. What? They are A tier. Is it because you don't believe in... There's there's, there's plenty of this. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's so mean. Uh, there's there's plenty of reasons. One, the entire core is is aging. Two, Chris Middleton is hurt a lot. Three, their offense never seemed to figure it out last season. And I understand that's like a function of Chris Middleton being hurt. Yeah. But even with Giannis, even with Giannis and Drew there, they were mid the whole year offensively. And it's just they have not shown to be a top team the way that that Boston was. They were out there. Yo, What's up? Who the fuck is AJ Green? AJ Green? That's the backup point guard. Who the fuck is AJ Green? Oh, no. <laughs> God. Listen. Is this the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals listen, in the 2010s? This bench? Who? He's oh, white? <laughs> oh, whoa. I had... Bro, this is an a black man name. I don't even know who the hell that is. <laughs> He's white? <laughs> Who is this? Oh man, man. Lindell <laughs> Wigginton? Who is that? <laughs> Wigginton? Wigginton yeah. sounds such like a Dude, fake I last name. Ball? Who the fuck yeah. are these people? Lindell That's such a Wigginton? fake last name. Wigginton. Wigginton is crazy, dude. Okay, and <laughs> listen, they have guys like this in the rotation, so I'm putting them at A. You look at you look at their second unit, and it's Bossman ninety nine. It's AJ Green. It's Wigington. Who is this? <laughs> Malik Beasley, who wasn't getting any run. They, they have a. They yeah, have, that's a decent bench. They Besides have, AJ Green, that's a decent bench. Oh, is my boy Pat still there? All right, yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat Connaughton, right, Bossman, cool. Bobby Portis. It's all right. I mean, Boss Bossman was like uh, Bossman like, never had a chance last year. It was weird. They their entire team is weird, and that's my point. <laughs> is that they have not they have not clicked since 2021, and there's always been something. And Giannis is low key starting to rack up these injuries. Um, low low key. So Listen, he doesn't dunk as much as he used to. He really he really does it. I I don't feel comfortable putting them on the same in the same tier as the Celtics and the Nuggets. I think they have to prove themselves again to get back in that tier this year. Damn. I'm okay with that. What about you, Mo? Uh, I mean, I disagree. I think this is just a slight overreaction. Like, you guys understood yeah. why exactly, like, they were not, like, hitting all, all on all cylinders. When you have, like, 
one a one b whatever you want to like slice it the second best offensive player and someone who's like so integral on every level to their offense just gone or in and out on a consistent basis of course your team's going to be funky as hell hey, what do you expect, shout out aj you know? green aj green is a bucket he kind of got that thing on him god damn hey, whoa. i apologize whoa. i just okay whoa <laughs> i apologize i just didn't know ball i was ignorant to aj green somehow i missed him last year shout out this man's a shooter he be letting that motherfucker fly. God damn. For the audio listeners, we're looking at a chart right now of his shots that a um, a local, I'm guessing, Bucks writer put out. He shot 44 out of 105 in three-point shots, 42%. That's, they look at a shot chart. It's all threes. He killed it from the left corner. This seems like a decent little role player. Yeah. Along with, you know, new faces, new players. <laughs> new faces, new players is funny. But they do have a new head coach. It's something it's really I think not. none of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. It wasn't, it wasn't because that wasn't. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. But they do have a new head coach. <laughs> who's their Who's their head coach right now? I fucking forget. It's a first time head coach. I forgot his name. Um, it's it's your man from Toronto. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Griffin. It's AJ Green's dad. Yeah, Adrian, Adrian dad? Griffin. Yeah, that's AJ Green's dad. Oh, or no, Adrian that. Griffin. My bad. Adrian Griffin yeah. on the Hawks' is dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, man. I was so confused. I said, this is yeah. his father? No, 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 no. <laughs> you got logic no. on the Bucks? That's crazy. <laughs> logic on the Bucks. Oh, uh, no. No, that's interesting. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's a very much unknown to us. We're not deep enough in the coaching weeds to know his contribution to the Toronto Raptors. But yeah. we, we all agreed by the end of last year that Bud had to go. They need a fresh face in there. Yeah. We assume they're going to lose faith in him. It really comes down to Chris Middleton's health. Everything Thanks. that Donovan said was completely valid. And the only reason any of that matters is if Chris Middleton's out. If he stays healthy again and gets back to what he looked like in the playoffs last year, which is a pretty good approximation of himself, they'll be fine. But it's a big yeah. if at this point. He gets hurt a lot. A is fine just because of health. Yeah, I, I agree with Donovan that at this point, we all know they have S-tier ceiling, but we just got to see it happen and see it click to believe it. Exactly. S-tier, you have to be without a shadow of a doubt, going to be a great team. Just be on the floor, Chris, and I'm putting you on S. <laughs> all right, A-tier it is. Who <laughs> wants this next team? Um, they, The Minnesota Timberwolves. Ooh, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind this of is very interesting. Them. I listen, there's been so much fucking Anthony Edwards propaganda on the timeline yeah. the last two weeks. Bro. Everybody has decided that he's Luca and he's going to be the face of the league next. Folks, and I don't know yeah. why. I don't exactly. know why. It's because he's cool. And I think he's great too, but people are acting like he's already a top 10 player, which is just like sloppy toppy. I'll tell you why, man. <laughs> they went ahead. They're giving him the meanest slop they have. He has a ton of meat munches, bro. A, he's oh, yeah. cool as hell. Or is cool, bro. He's from Atlanta, so automatically you just get a plus 10 in cool points. Dude, his play style, you just naturally gravitate toward, toward yeah, just like it. his personality, oh, bro. He's not playing I just fair saw, this year. Tell me. Yeah, he just... What does that even bro, mean? He's not It comes down fair. to the fact that he's handsome and he plays like Kobe. In the very he's not even sense. handsome. He looks like Frankenstein to me, bro, to be honest with you. Oh, dang. But <laughs> I just <laughs> saw... I just saw a one-to-one highlight... Split screen of MJ and Anthony Edwards, bro. <laughs> they're acting like he went on. He went. He, they're acting like he went on a what? 2021 Luca esque yeah. run to the NBA. Finals. You would have thought it's he ridiculous. made the conference finals. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I agree That's though, but I agree he's gonna be great next year. This whole face of the league shit. I'm like relaxed, but I mean. I, Okay, if you're going off of the fact that he's going to be charismatic plus really good, that's what you need to be faced. I get it. 
But I think that requires you to be one of the best players in the world. And, like, I need to see another step first before I think he's going to be, like, on that Luka, Giannis, Jokic level. But I say all to say, another year of development from him. He's going to be a legit, legit star. Jaden McDaniels is the most underrated player in the NBA. Another year of development from him. Supposedly, he grew a little bit, too. He's, like, 6'11 now. He is. Crazy. Holy shit. That's a gigantic team. Cat Gobert, another year to gel, if they ever gel. Maybe it's a no. <laughs> But I think they'll, they'll be a decent team next year. Bro, what is this picture that Nikhil just pulled up? <laughs> Meat munching. That's crazy, man. What are you going to say, Donovan? My bad. I, I want to put them in... I want to put them in C. I will put them in B. Listen, I didn't think that they were going to be great last year either. And the same problem that they have... What they have is not something that can be fixed with just like an, an off season of, of work and gelling, they have a fundamental problem in the way that their roster is constructed. And if you have cat and go bear as you're starting as your four and your five, your defense is going to be weird. And like the spacing, like Ant was saying in the beginning of the year, that's still going to be there in my opinion at the start of this year. Cause cat missed 50 games. They still yeah. haven't had time to figure a lot of it out. I I don't think they're going to be that good. I think Ant's going to be really good, and he's going to figure out a way to to score more points. But as a team, I don't see the upside in them. I think the upside is, well, one, Gobert was wildly overhated last year. He wasn't like, people act like he fell off and became like Zubak. It wasn't really the, the, <laughs> it wasn't really reality. Once, especially once Mike Conley got there and he had a point guard he could gel with and knows how to throw him logs, he was fine. So again, it wasn't a great fit, but he was fine. We know Ant's going to be great. We know Conley's going to be there and be solid and facilitate Gobert on offense. We know Jamie McDaniel is going to be one of the best wing defenders in the NBA. It comes down to can Cat be a useful four and learn how to play that way? I don't know if I'm going to predict that either, but it wouldn't be entirely shocking at that part. If that, It wouldn't be like, you know, it's possible. You did the same thing last year and you talked yourself into him. And I think. <laughs> I hate him. I can make a little bit, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't like him at all last year. And I still don't. I'm not putting them in A tier. I'm not like people were like, "Oh, they're gonna be the three seed." Fuck out of here. But they could be decent. Like if if you want to put them in B mo, I'll let it happen. Oh man, well, putting what them do in you B feels do? nasty because I'm just like fundamentally like the math is not mathing right now, bro. <laughs> two players who can do a lot of positive things on the court, but together they are negatives. So for that, I have to put them in C. You know, you're right. Let me stop. Let me not let this fucking crazy propaganda about this man sway me. They're a C-tier team. <laughs> Let's go. I, I almost let the ant propaganda sway me, but it's not going to happen today. Let's go. Oh, dude. That man is not my goat. Okay, so that's the, mine. the Pelicans. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Ooh, B or C. It just depends on how you feel about Zion. That's literally it. Yeah. Uh, What's more likely? Zion playing 60 games or Zion playing 45? You know, it's really easy to like logically be like, yeah, I'm playing 60 yet, so it's got to be that. But that's not necessarily how things work. Like, it is a small sample sizes still. Well, not really. It's three seasons. Is it, but, you know, he's four seasons. Let me, not say that. let me not say that. Oh, it is four seasons. Yeah. yeah, and he's been healthy for one of them, relatively. Damn. And I just it just feels so lazy to be like, he's going to get hurt again. But yeah. a good chance he'll get hurt again. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think it is lazy. Just going by, like, what has been done and what yeah. ha- what he's, like, produced, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, in my mind, I'm just, like, inv- I'm, I'm envisioning some, like, 2K storyline or whatever. Is I'm going to go ahead and have a monster year, blah, blah. And they could peak, like, 
peak Pelicans, it could be like A tier. Peak Pelicans my could be A tier. Worst worst case C tier. My only thing is for him to continue to get hurt every year is going to mean that he is one of the most injury prone stars in the history of the NBA. He's Greg Oden. He's in that echelon of biggest what ifs if it happens again. And that just doesn't happen a lot. I almost like maybe it's just the Joel Embiid precedent like swaying me. But typically with modern medicine and sports science, they figure it out and can get to a point where it's always a lingering issue, but it's not like 20 games every season. So I don't want to predict that he's going to be one of the greatest injury flops of all time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the odds of that are low. Can I give you a counterpoint? Sure. It's your podcast too. The, Lo- <laughs> the Los Angeles Clippers exist. And so the, same, different, but I the, see same, the same reason why we dropped them from like their A potential to be, I think the same thing applies to the Pelicans because their entire success revolves on whether or not Zion is there. And, yeah, in, the, and in the four years that he's been there, like you said, he has only played over 50 games like one time. So I just... And he hasn't had a single playoff run. I can't trust him. Now listen, okay. he, he's going to be fire for like two months. He's going he's, he's to be great. But there's the other six months of the season, he's probably going to be on the bench in some crazy outfit. So okay. I'll put him in season. So they have to be pushed down a tier <laughs> for injury. Well, let's stay the same as the Clippers. But what does that mean? Because like, they could be A if they're healthy. Does that mean they get pushed to B? Or is it B to C? Because like, if they're healthy, Zion, Ingram, CJ is like a crazy combination. That's a great combination. And if they were healthy, I think they would be... I, I still want to see say, say like B because I have to see it long term. You know, okay. I don't, I don't but feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. They, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team, and they're in like not a terrible playoff team either. You know, so okay. Answer me this though. They're unique though because the Clippers have two stars always get hurt. That's why we lower them because like they're fucked. Neither one guy stays healthy. If Zion gets hurt again, they still have Ingram and CJ. They can still be a decent team. That gives them a higher floor than the Clippers have, I think. Exactly. So does that mean they should drop a little bit less? You know what I mean? I think that's why. They should. They should. They should be C. They last season when Zion was hurt for a majority of the season, they finished forty-two and forty, were the were the nine seed in the West, lost at home in the play in the playing game to the Thunder. I I don't see a way where we can say, oh yeah, a Pelicans team that that doesn't have Zion is still a capable team because even the Clippers who had all that injury stuff, they were still out of the play and they were still fifth in the West. And yeah. so we, I want to give them a little bit more credit than the Pelicans. Okay, I'm fine with C. Uh, it makes sense. Mo, do you want to go C? Sure. I ain't going to go to death. I want to <laughs> say B, but sure. Yeah. That's if, we're just, if we're just being consistent at this point, it's wait and see if Zion can do it. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. The New York Knicks. B. So, they, are, oh as, they are as solid yeah. of, a, of a B-tier team as there is. I agree. I don't even think we should talk about it. I think there's B as fuck. Well, listen, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Yeah, there's no chance they're going to A, no chance they're going to C. They're extremely B. You telling me RJ? I think they're a high floor, low ceiling team. And I am happy. Canadian RJ's not going to make that leap. (laughs) Hey, man, next team. Next team. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, now we're on to a very interesting one the Oklahoma City Thunder. This team could be really good next year. Guys, so polarizing, bro. We have to put them in B. I'm with it. We have to put them in B. They're going to be the Pacers the last year. They're, they're going to be, be so good. good. They're going to be so good. Listen, man, he's passionate as fuck, Mo. Let's give it to him. <laughs> he's, he's dealt with a lot. Can of we do it? Give him B. 
Thank you. Can, Why are I, they going to be one? so good? Because the people have to understand your knowledge. I understand I it because I, you had a whole conversation with your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, they need to hear it. Listen, the Thunder last season were a game under 500. Shea was amazing. This next season, Shea's also Shea's going to be amazing still. Josh Giddy is going to be better. Jalen Williams is going to be better. And they played the whole season without a center. And now, and now their center is going to be Chet Holmgren, who at the very least is going to be blocking shots, providing some type of rim protection that they did not have at all. They are going to be fantastic. And even without all of that, they were still one of the better defenses in the league. And now you add this like super versatile 7-4 guy who can create a little bit offensively, can shot block with the best of them. That is exactly what they need to take their defense to the next level. And if you're able to get an offensive leap from two of the three guys in your starting lineup and get a major defensive piece back, you're going to be really, really freaking good. Like, yo, the Thunder the Thunder are going to be nice. They're going to be nice, and they're going to be in the playoffs. And so, yes, I'm putting them at B. I agree. Shay <sighs> is on the path to being a top 10 player in this league. At minimum, he's going to be top 15 or so if you're projecting forward. He's a true superstar. Josh Giddy. I think he's on the path to being a low-level all-star, truly one of the most special passers in the league, surprisingly good score, can hold his own on defense. That alone is an incredible backcourt that complements each other extremely well. Exactly. Jalen Williams burst on the scene last year. I don't know who I feel about him yet. I'm undecided. A lot of people think that he's going to also be like pushing low-level all-star as he gets into his prime. Maybe that's not next year. Maybe next year he's just a really high-level starter. But then there's also Chad Holmgren, who we just said could be the best defensive player in the league one day. Gives you that stretchability. I say all to say, like you said, three players can be all-stars very realistically. And they all do it in a way that is different so they don't step on each other. So they could all make that leap. And they could be looking at like three and a half, four all-star level players within the next year. Exactly, man. Exactly. B tier. The ceiling's just ridiculous. Like, they got to be B because they have the ceiling to be blossoming into like the next contender pretty soon. Wow, man. That's so crazy to say and think about because like, Everything has been done the right way. This is a masterful rebuild. They still have a, boat, a boatload of picks. And eventually, they're going to have to make a move. I don't know what that move is going to be for. Maybe they're going to have to overpay because like of the market and how things naturally go. But, uh, man, yeah, I can agree with just about everything that you guys have said. Josh Giddy has like proved me. I don't want to say wrong, but he's like no, you hated him steadily. I didn't hate him. I he steadily he improved. He steadily improved for sure. You know, yeah. And uh, Chet Holmgren, he was a what on your list, Donovan? Like 15, 16 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I put him at fifteen. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you know, mean. like good bit. Yeah, bro. I, I like it. I like it. This next team is also another interesting one. Where are we putting the Magic? Because they also have a pretty great young core. That's like. Sneakily about to be competitive pretty soon. Oh man, this they're is, at C. This is fire. They they feel like the Thunder from last season. Okay, but even, but 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 even yeah, but but even then, like no nobody on yeah. that team. I don't think anybody on that team is going to be as good as Shea was last season. And like they, but they do have a lot of really good pieces. Yeah, Paolo's oh, not yeah. going to be like all NBA like Shea was, but that's because he's way younger. But like he's going to be making that leap towards like next season. We're going to be like oh. Maybe the following year, this guy's going to be an all-star. Yeah. And Franz Wagner's also kind of on the same timeline. He's incredible. Wendell Carter, incredibly underrated. They got to figure out that backcourt. Is Anthony Black going to be the answer? Cole Markell. They got a lot of guys that are good, but not great. Jalen Suggs, who they weirdly have as a third-string shooting guard on this list. <laughs> Terrible so depth weird, chart. Bro. 
He's a terrible yeah. depth chart. But they have a lot of pieces that, like you said, they're not going to be ready to be like making that Thunder type leap. But they're not going to be DRF, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I some, mean, they're solid. To be honest with you, yeah, like you, like you said, actually, you're right. They're not going to make that Thunder type leap. I think they're on the same trajectory as, as OKC last season. I think there are a lot to be in the plan last season towards the end a of the year. A lot to be in the plan. So there's a lot sure. of teams, but they'll be in that mix. For, for sure. sure. But last season, they were phenomenal. Last season towards the end of the season, actually. I mean, or back half of the season. My bad. Yeah, they, they had like phenomenal. a top 10 defense for a lot of the year last year. People didn't even realize it. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to fly by off your head when, like, you know, when you think of the Orlando Magic, you're like, oh, Paulo, nice, you know, but they actually have the most underrated player in, in the NBA, in my opinion, in Franz Wagner. Fair. The actual best contract in the NBA, again, in my opinion, Wendell Carter Jr. Markel Fultz has, like, resurrected his career and all that. They play a in- entertaining style of basketball that is actually conducive of, like, positive things on the basketball court. Like, I don't know. They just have a lot of good things, good vibes going on over there. And yeah. no spotlight on them. This is this is their time to go ahead and surprise people and be yeah. a playing team. They need a consolidation trade real bad, though. Like, they just have too many guys that are solid, and they got to figure out who they're going to roll with and really build around. Because last year they were shit because they had a lot of guys and no real identity. Like, they had no spacing because, like, Paolo couldn't make a three to save his life. But he was also, like, clearly showed the signs of being an unstoppable finisher at the rim. Franz was Franz really good. Like it was just a conglomeration of talent that really had no identity. So yeah. they have to figure out how they're going to play. But once they do that, I think they have a really high ceiling going th- forward in the future. And I think bef- what's going to be that needle mover for them is when they finally, of course, like decide what the fuck they gonna, they want to do at the guard position. Um, they did go ahead and draft Juwan Howard's son. Forget it, Jet Howard, yeah. But yeah, Jet Howard. And I saw him play in person. He's actually nice. He can do a lot of things. And I think he's like, he should be like the future two guard of that team. But more Mm -hmm. so, like, you know, like that's nice. But you really need someone. Again, you need another playmaker on this team. Trade for Dame. Yeah. (laughs) That would be nasty as hell. That would be so fun. They ain't winning shit immediately, but that would be so fun to make that call. All right, man. That's something in the C tier. Let's keep moving. C. We're almost an hour and a half into this. We got like seven teams left. God damn. Three. We've been in a long episode as always. Yeah. Next up, it. the Philadelphia 76ers. Y'all can handle that. I don't even, I don't even feel like talking about okay, this well, mess. What? Well, they, they, they have Joel and Bede. Is James Harden going to be there? Like, how do we even talk about them? He won't. He won't be there. Yeah. Let's put him an F. <laughs> no. Okay. They have Joel and Bede. Let's stop. They have Joel no, they're because we don't know what the teams look like. So until further notice, they don't have a team. So it doesn't matter what the team, as long as they have Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and competent NBA players there, they're going to be an okay NBA team. No, you're be right. You're right. Minimum. Of course, you're right. But we can't realistically rate them because we don't know if James Harden's going to be there. So it doesn't matter if he's be- there or not, though. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. I mean, you're still gonna put them at beat, Donovan. If Don, if James Harden was committed to being over, there, actually, the, you he, wouldn't put them in the A tier. Most, most actually right. Whether or not whether or not Harden is there doesn't really move me in terms of like their championship aspirations. And Maxi can hold down the fort in the regular season. So most actually, no, I, most, I, most I actually so right. Mean, should we put? Should we just put them in B? Go like ahead, high B. Go ahead. I just mean because we don't know. Like, what if they trade him for Norm Powell and like? Fucking 
Terrence Mann. That doesn't move the ass. needle. They're still B. Like they're they, still no, they'd be B. worse. They'd be ass. They'd be no, C. No, they'd be, they'd play an inspiring ball of basketball similar to what they did without Ben Simmons the oh. entire first half of the season or whatever. The spacing is yeah. gonna be nice. You know, like it's. They I also have Nick that, Nurse as the Kurt as the as the. Coach, I forget about as that. The coach I feel so sorry for that, man. They're gonna be so inspired yeah. to win forty five games a year. Great. Exactly. That's a B team. B. <laughs> whatever. Next team, the Phoenix Suns. Oh, we'll man. put him in A just off of talent, but I was gonna. This is the of the team we could. There's an argument for S tier. Oh no, I I don't think I don't an argument for S tier. I don't think so. Why not? They have Katie and Booker. Insane. The Beal thing I know is like weird, but he's a better player than Chris Paul at this point. It's gonna be a strange fit to figure out. Book's gonna handle more playmaking duties. Beal will be more playmaker than he was before. We'll see if he's capable of that. DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Ayton is still there. The new coach that I think could help him because he doesn't doesn't fucking hate him like Monty Williams did. Who's the coach again? Uh, Frank Vogel. Ah, oh, nice. The big man whisperer. He gets he gets a lot out of defensive bigs. Yeah, true. There's he, a world where they're the best, the best or second best team in the West. I think I think, I think this right. fit this fit is just going to be too nasty. And to have to have book who is Bucky Gitter KD. High level bucket getter, Beal bucket getter, and but nobody, their only point guard was campaign and they shipped him away. Who is <laughs> running point? They said that Beal's gonna Book. run point. I don't, it doesn't move. I don't know. Me. They say but, that because he's gonna defend point guards, but in terms of who's gonna have the ball in their hands creating, it's gonna be Booker and KD. It still doesn't move. If KD is the. Listen, KD's the point guard, even if he's like the secondary playmaker. He's I'm not the point guard, you know I, that. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I am not moved by them to put them in S tier. I think that that is a very big stretch. If you want to put them in A, fine. I, for I sure, A. Okay, yeah. cool. They are not as good as the Celtics. They are not as good as the Nuggets. I think, yeah. and again, we're projecting. I think there's a world where things click and they are that good. It's not guaranteed because, like you said, there's, we all know there's problems. Okay, well, whatever. Fine. Nope. A tier is you, Grimo. <laughs> yeah, A tier. That's too okay. much respect. I'm skinned. I'm I'll put it this way. I don't know for sure if they're gonna be great, but if I'm mapping it out and I'm actually you know, if I was going game by game predicting how good these teams are gonna be, I think it's more likely that things click for them than not. And I think they'll they're gonna I think they'll be like the second seed in the West probably. Ah, second seed is man. They're gonna be great. I'm telling you, like the, they have so much talent that it's a weird fit because it's redundant, but they're not like it's not like it's a, when you it's, it's not, not when Russ like, went to the Lakers. It's not horrific. It can work. Yeah, exactly. Because I think like these types of players are really D book and play alongside any type of player in the entire day. Well. Same for KD as well. And Bradley Beal, you assume that he can do the same thing as well. Like they've developed into pretty good secondary and really good like Trishery, um ball handlers as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're gonna have a redundant skill set, you want it to be three level scorers that can succeed on or off ball. You can't have too many of those. The problem is you could say that because they have that many, they don't have a playmaker, which is very important. Like we've seen with the Celtics, the Celtics still make the conference finals every year. I think this is a very comparable level of team. Yeah, I exactly. would be fine with S, but I'm not gonna. If you guys want to wait and see it, it's fine. It's okay. I'm fine with A. I'm fine with A. DeAndre Ayton need to prove it to me, man. You can't let Jock Longdale <laughs> play you like that. Cannot continue to happen, bro. 
Listen, he had, he had a coach that fucking hated him verbally to the entire world. He made it clear he did not <laughs> walk with this guy. He did not want him on the team. Uh, it was a very poor situation for John Drayton to succeed. I, a, I'm very, there's a reason. There's, I don't know, there's, there's probably yeah, a reason why DeAndre, Monty didn't rock with him. Yeah, yeah because Monty I stand, wants. I stand with Monty. I stand with Monty. DeAndre Ayton has had plenty Monty of only red plays players that he wants his daughter to marry. If he doesn't think that kid is worth <laughs> leaving his stepson, he's not playing him. If this dude, DeAndre Ayton, said way back before he was even drafted, I believe, or maybe it was right after he was drafted. One of his main goals is to get that second contract in the NBA, and he went ahead and did it. That is an immediate red flag for any player in the NBA, bro. That's just something you don't say, and if you do say it, it just shows the type of player you are, your motives, and what's really important to you at the end of the day. Not to say that, like, yo, like, he doesn't care about winning, but it's like he's on cruise control now. He made it. You know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like in the pre-draft process where people were like, mm, Anthony Edwards doesn't love basketball. He nah, knows game too that's much. that's different. That <laughs> no, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Edwards nah. never verbally said like, yo, like, you know, my main focus is getting that second contract. And so you're going to get to the back right. regardless. You're in the NBA. What are you you're the number one. You're the number one overall pick. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm trying to get to the second contract. You're going to get it regardless. Like, yeah. what are you talking I, what about? What he means is he wants to, a lot of players have short careers because it's hard to make it in the league and he's focused on making it and doing the hardest part which is actually proving you belong in the league it's not that crazy he thinks that it's charming to to walk around and act like he's peyton pritchard and be like oh i'm trying to get the second contract relax you're gonna get the deal you're gonna be fine yeah i'm mad at him for being humble whatever it's that him wanting to be a power forward and all this other stuff earlier in his career it's just like bro like what are we doing right now exactly he's so overhated all right next team the portland trailblazers man fuck this team can it be f (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, they can. <laughs> I hate this team. Trade Dame already. Jesus Christ. They, they can. Yeah. <laughs> put put him there. Let's keep it moving. F, I don't even want to yeah, talk shout about out to, Yeah, shout out to Scoot, though. True. Yeah, good for Scoot. I, this team sucks. Where are we from the Kings? B. B or Yeah, it's a, a BS team. Wow. Yeah, were you going to say A? I, wanted, I was going to say low tier A because they were kind of yes. making noise, but. No, know. they weren't. They were a fake contender. They were really good in the regular season. Light and the a, beam! The Warriors were mid last year and they couldn't get through them. The Lakers would have dusted them. The, they, the fucking Kings were always fool's gold. They're led by Sabonis. They're not going to win the playoffs. Led by Sabonis. You really. You finally. You finally said that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I finally said their best player is mid. <laughs> no, no, no. You you finally you finally said that because of the archetype of their best player and all that, like they're just like never gonna be upper echelon. Yeah, for sure. I love Fox. Oh, no, I'm gonna say that. I don't deserve to say that because I critique him a lot. I like Fox. Like he's cool. I just don't care because he's his running mate is the bonus, and I just don't think that that team's ever gonna have the type of players needed to win in the playoffs. Wow, same True. tier as the Indiana Pacers. Interesting. <laughs> listen, 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 Short. listen. Fully healthy, and the next year you ask me who's going to win a playoff series, I might not pick the Kings between them two. Ooh, that's tough. That's Tyree's tough. better. That's all I'll say. Where are we putting the Spurs? We'll put them in D tier. Why? Uh, <laughs> why do they deserve it over the Pistons? The strictly Wemby? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think they they should be F tier. I don't think they deserve to be on the same you know, tier. As the my problem is so does the Pistons don't deserve F tier. So I'm comparing that to them. Why are the Why are the Spurs in any different situation than the Pistons? Because they have Big Vic, and every game, <laughs> every game is at least going to be a spectacle. Like you're just gonna you're just gonna sit down and it's gonna it's gonna be more fun than watching a Pistons game. 
They're probably in the same oh tier. God. They're probably going to be in the same tier. I'm going to enjoy watching Spurs games more than watching the Pistons. I just think we're hating on the Pistons, man. I can't get over this. Yeah, can we put hating. them at D? Can we please yeah, put them fuck, at D? Fuck them. Put them at D. I'm, I'm tired of this. We both want them there. Put this is too, this is too much hate. They're just and too good, and like the culture is going to be completely different. This is, and all this that. is too Look much hate. And I want to let y'all know. After the show, we will be having a conversation. This is too, this too much hate. This is a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> we need a team meeting. <laughs> this isn't about you. This is about Kate Cunningham. This has gone yeah, on the whole bro. show. I can't. I can't stand for it. Second year Zayden Ivy. You kidding me, bro? <laughs> you just hate Kate Cunningham. Bogdan, bro. What? I don't. I don't hate Kate at all. <laughs> I know. All right, next team, the Toronto Raptors. Right. <laughs> hey, D. can we put? I want to put him in F for real. Thank you. Can we put them in I don't in think F? they're going to be like a can of bounce that ass, but I think like <laughs> they're going to be. Can we put like, them in D? They're very blah. Yeah, they should be not terrible. D or C. That best of C. I mean, yeah, they still have Pascal Siakam. Like, that's the biggest thing here. Pascal, Scotty Barnes, destined for like They were C last year and they lost Fred Van Vliet, replacing him with Dennis Schroeder. They're objectively going to be a worse team. Facts. Do you believe in Scotty Barnes to make a big leap and kind of fill in that creation need? No, not with the nor do I. Not with how this team is constructed. I and the longer that they're prolonging this, the more of a detriment it'll be oh, no. to Scotty Barnes and the type of player that you once wished or hoped that he could be. Now this team, this team Green is getting blown up this season. Somebody, yeah, this is deep. Yeah, Pascal hit the train like a truck. Exactly, Pascal is getting moved this year, and they're going to fall Hell off the cliff. Pascal is gonna. Well, he might actually get. I think he definitely should get moved. Like. I think he's definitely going to get moved at the trade season. But this man is trying to go ahead, play his ass off so he can get that Supermax contract. My boy, I'm sorry, but it's not happening. Or oh, is that why he wants to stay there? I yes, he wants, a he wants to stay. I'm like, fucking why? Why do you want to run with The numbers, bro. The numbers. He wants mil. a Jalen Brown. Yeah, okay. bro. He wants he want that 50, 55 M a year, bro. But I, okay. I, I, I don't know if... It. Masai is washed, but I genuinely don't know if he's washed enough to the point to where he will continue to sacrifice the state of his team unless he's just committed to being mid. <laughs> you love this Masai's wash uh, propaganda. You've been saying this since the start. He genuinely is, bro. He hasn't done That's anything facts. good over the last few years. Hey, he I'm, I, might be, I might be with you. And, but at that point, every time that happens and like if you're like this really good GM that's a smart guy is doing dumb things, I tend to think it's ownership. You tend I tend to think, to think ownership, ownership probably isn't letting him blow things up. Well, that's just like the a, conversations that we're, we're like we've never been a part of, never will be a part of, unless like we hear shit. Have you ever heard heard anything about ownership? I've never have. I'm not in, in Toronto. No, I, I'm not tapped in with Toronto beat reporters though, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, the six know. like that. Yeah. All right, last, last team. Right. Last team. The Jazz. This is so. I don't want to rank them, but they could be like a C. Listen, or, Walker Kessler's uh, like really good. B. Larry's a star now. They got some interesting draft picks. I'll give them respect just because they show, they showed out last season. So we'll put them in C. But they are they are also just mid, and I really don't want. I don't think they're like mid. I think they're solid. I mean, I mean C is mid. So I mean they, that. Yeah, you're right. C, <laughs> yeah, I guess I do think they're mid. Listen, like, they were they were eight games. They they were eight game or four games under five hundred. So mid. Oh, they got John Collins now. Oh, Jordan Clarkson no. had a good year. If you have John Collins on your team, you are mid. You are I gonna, do not hate John Collins. You are going to be mid. Keontae George uh, was incredible during summer league. I fucking love over. Keontae, man. He's going to be the next player in line that I see. Taylor Hendricks and Kelly Linick as your bench frontcourt. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I Larry Markin is not going to skip a beat. 
Collins should be so much better this season. Yeah, Collins should be so much better. That man is in the army. I kind of want to put him low end B, to be honest with you. That man is fighting. You look at the teams in B, and they're like legit. Like the Knicks are in B. You can't put the Jazz in B. Thank you. See, it is. And this is our tier list. Let's evaluate. See if there's any last second moves we got to make. We all, S tier, all we have is the Celtics and Nuggets, which wow. that feels I think fair the to prediction me. episode, that's who we'd probably predict to be in the finals. So that, that, that tracks. Wow. Okay. Is there any teams in this A tier that you think should get bumped up? Personally, I would really want to, I just would want to bump up the Bucks because like if it does happen, which I'm projecting it to happen, I'd want to just, you know, be first on that. Like, I <laughs> don't think that... Like, if there was, like, serious roster deconstruction or if Chris Middleton's knees were just, like, obliterated and he I got mean, they might old bald. Nah, he didn't get playoff series. He looks like he's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, like, you know, like, I just feel like they should – I feel like they should be yes. I don't Did think you just say somebody might go bald? Is that what I just heard? I said if Chris Middleton's knees have been Lonzo bald, then – Oh, Lonzo bald. Oh, that's yeah. not really- You know what? You know what, Mo? I'm with you. What we can we can bump the Bucks up to S just because even with all that inconsistency last season, they were still the number one seed in the East. True. Forget about that. The offense, yeah. the, 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 the offense was mid. They still got results. We we have to put them up there. Yeah, and we're so yeah. colored by the fact they lost in the first round. But like, exactly, Giannis got hurt. Like, like if if it was other parts that were like, if it was yeah, okay, right. Giannis is dinged up, Drew is like not the same player, Brooke is like ass and stuff like, like then it's okay, like they're starting to fall apart. But it's just one player and who's just like you know needs to get it together, and this one player is just some he just happens to be integral to their success. So yeah, yeah, okay, I don't okay. Mess. Is there any way you guys can be swayed for the Suns to be yes? That's no. the only other one that could possibly go up. I could be swayed for the Suns. Definitely. The talent is too, Don't do too it. Much. Don't do it, bro. Okay. Stay well, strong. The argument. No. The argument. No. In the last year, Stop they got talking. KD. Stop talking. They looked no. incredible. And you went up here as well as me, and everybody was like, this team could be the team that beat in the West. We all agreed on that. That like, maybe they need more time, but it won't be shocking if this is the team to beat. And Chris Paul was cooked. He's out of there. Insert Bradley Beal, who's a better player. You're going to empower Devin Booker more to be that lead guard. Something we know he's capable of. Another year of KD gelling with this team who has been a mixed bag for the last few years in the playoffs, but he's still KD. The bench got put together surprisingly well with a bunch of minimum guys. They have a decent supporting cast of shooters. Their offense is, I think, going to be elite basically no matter what. I don't see a is world Eric with Gordon on that team now, or am I He is. He is a backup too. Fuck. And DeAndre Aiden should be better. I think you're going to have a solid run protector. What's preventing them from having an S-tier ceiling? Just the depth and how fast I think they're going to be able to mesh and mold. But at the end of the day, if I think if I believe that they'll be able to mesh and mold by the end of the playoffs, then I should probably put them at S. But at the same time, I'm like, how? I think that with Eric Gordon being there and him dropping people the fuck off and <laughs> internationally, like I'm starting to believe, like, yo, you know, what I'm saying maybe, maybe I, I think maybe I do have. A little bit too much hate for DeAndre Aiden. If he can just do the simple fucking things, and if Frank Vogel's track record is proven, then they should probably be yes. Are you getting tricked by Eric Gordon playing like Puerto Rico in the World <laughs> Cup? Is that is that what this is about? No, Eric Gordon's your reason. Why are you trying to shame me? <laughs> no, if your reason for putting them in S is Eric Gordon cooking for the Bahamas, 
oh man i mean i was thinking about eric gordon and the other pieces around them obviously too but eric gordon is the forefront of that and all and then of course deandre Aiden too and so like the thought of those two guys being real consistent forces and being elite at their role makes me feel a little bit better okay well we can keep an a it's fine you, I, I can't look past the Bahamas love you to show as if that's like seriously applicable. He got to the a World poster, Cup. man. It's just when you see that man big ass get up like that. It's been a minute. Let's Never stop. mind. We'll Let's, stop. Right. Let's stop. This is up to us. <laughs> Set in stone for next year. We'll revisit this at the end of the season and see what we got right. See this if our projections are accurate. This is what's going to happen. So be prepared to see the Celtics and the Nuggets in the finals. Maybe the Bucks if things go well. And yeah, here we are. All right. We just had a jarring cut because we had a technical issue and we had to redo TikTok time. So we're back a day later. You guys have noticed that in the first two hours you watched, my audio was fucking horrendous. Sorry about that. It should be fixed now. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Let's roll. Let's do what the crayon eaters came here for. Exactly. As always, we're going to start with the draft. This time, we're going to do one of the first drafts we did, run it back, and we're going to do only young players 25 and under. I need this. I need. Listen, I'm so glad that we're redoing TikTok time because I think that I sold yesterday. Oh, nope. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to see it. I get a redo. I'm here. <laughs> I'm yeah, here. We, we burned the footage, but just know I cooked the fuck out of them. So I was like, oh, should I keep it in? But I won't be selfish this time. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's roll. Let's roll. So first pick, we got Mo. Then me, second pick, Donovan, third pick. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players 25 and under. Ooh, Mo, yeah. where are we going first pick? Give me Luka Doncic, future MVP. Starting this off, the, pick. starting this off the right way. Okay, basic, but whatever, it's the right whatever, pick. whatever. Fine, fine. I guess I got playoffs. Jason Tatum second pick. Nice. Damn it! If you, if, if Mo's gonna be predictable, I gotta be predictable. Okay, okay. Let me see. There's honestly not a lot of good bigs. So you know what I'm gonna do? Give me Bam Adebayo. Give me Bam Adebayo and give me Jaren Jackson Jr. Yeah. Damn. No. Hey, he's 25? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was drafted in 2017. Are you serious? Do your research. He's 25. When did he turn 26? Show me the birth certificate. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. Oh, <laughs> man, 26. He's 26. Oh, Liar, I told you. Do your I'm research. Blind. You do your research. <laughs> Fake news. I'm blind. I'm spinning Hell. everywhere. <laughs> That's tough. That is destroyed. I told Mike. you. Nah. Wow. Yeah, I just spit all over the place. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You don't you know, know about This guy is a basketball podcast. Think of everybody, Mike, these days. <laughs> no, we need more electricians. <laughs> all right. All right. Still, still give me Jaron Jackson Jr. I still want him. Nice. And I, I got to get my guy. Give me Shea. Oh, that's a good nice. pick. Okay. Jaren Jackson, I was, I was for sure sorry. gonna pick him next. Nice. Okay. Next up, there's not a lot of two guards. Give me Anthony Edwards. Oh, now he was my pick next, bro. Damn. He was my next Listen, pick. Tatum, Ant Man duo, say what you want. I got the hottest duo so far. That's hard. I ain't whoa. gonna lie to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> you said the hot Ant you think Anthony Edwards is like that? See everybody help. does. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you got you got um tatum and you got ant that's such a hard combo go ahead rude. go ahead and give me 
Mobley. And we'll put him on oh, okay. my okay. four or five, okay. maybe. And then at my one, go ahead and, uh, damn. Don't want to go winner. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac really messed it up p- picking Ant. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You screwed. You screwed. Positional scarcity. Yeah, you freaking screwed. Y'all, y'all going to have fun though. with Tyler Hero? <laughs> go, yeah. Fuck, you screwed me. All right, whatever. Go ahead and give me Ant and then, um, no, Ant, my bad. Go ahead and give me, I'm going to say it again. Go ahead. Damn. I know. Shut up, man. God damn it. <laughs> Go ahead and give me Evan Mobley. And then at my two, at my one, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get Trey Young. And then, yeah, I'm going to get Trey Young and then give me Evan Mobley. There this you go. This man doesn't know what I he's doing. I reset it all. Yeah. Give me, give me Trey Young and then give me Evan Mobley. He is off crack. <laughs> that is crazy. I want, I, you fucked me up with Ant, man. I had like a tier <laughs> list of what I wanted to pick. Brain oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Anyways, y'all sold. Give me Zion Williamson. He's never gonna play for you. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> He's gonna be on He's that never bench watching. Be on your team. <laughs> All, right. All right, let me. Hmm. Let me double this up. Let me double this up. You know what? Give me. Give me Brandon Ingram. He's twenty five still. I think so. I was going Look by. What, I was going by what the NBA said on there. Kill. Check it. Please He's tell not. me I'm not He's wrong again. Please tell me I'm... He's driving 2016 or some shit. No, he's 25. He's 25. Let's go. You have one more week. (laughs) You have a week. No, he'll drive from 2016. Wow, that's crazy. One more week. That's hilarious. Thank you. (laughs) And so for the time being, give me Brandon Ingram. Okay. And and then I would also like to put... Hmm. What? I I really like this guy. Give me Jalen Green. Okay. Okay. That goes with your agenda. I like it. You know what? I got Zion at the four. I need a stretch five. Not a lot of great options. Give me Victor Wembanyama. Uh, this guy. Okay. <laughs> You're this one of those. Guy. You're one of okay. those. Okay. You're one of those. Okay. That's cool. Coming straight star power every position. Listen, just know you made that pick. I need you to know where I'm going with my pick at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. I'll get my guy. The door is I'll open. I'm going to close Mo. that shit. Give me Chet. <laughs> give me Chet at my <laughs> you four. Suck. You suck. I hate you. And then at my three, so give much. me Desmond Bain. Spacing, Ooh, elite okay. defense, menacing, bro. Y'all ain't stopping shit. Okay. I just want y'all to know y'all should be embarrassed by how good of a team I'm about to construct. Give me John Morant. Ooh, John Morant. He's also like that. not going to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> you got two delinquents, man. <laughs> you got two delinquents and a rookie's going saying. through a midlife crisis. He already cut all of his hair. <laughs> Died Guns too, bro. You're over. Guns and buns. You are, you are not getting players. <laughs> Guns and buns is crazy. <laughs> Guns and buns. I saw, listen, I saw that somewhere uh, on Twitter. I have no, I forget who, who did it, but that's going to be the name of, of the documentary. <laughs> um, <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> who do I want at my five? This really sucks. That yeah, band. Aiden, 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 Aiden. Gross. Nah, Aiden. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm He's not right gonna there. do it. You know what? Put put Jaron Jackson at my five. At my four, give me Paolo Bancaro. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That's solid. All right. So Donovan, you opened this by saying you were glad we didn't do yesterday's because you sold. My man, I have good news for you. 
Just sold again. <laughs> what are we talking about? This is not what as bad. What are we bad. talking about? This is not as bad as yesterday, for sure. So, my lineup Jaylen is... Green, Ingram, Paolo. Ooh, Dalen Green, Ingram, and... We're getting yeah, That's kind of nasty. We're getting buckets. That's kind of nasty, yeah. So, I We're got Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Desmond Bain, Loser. Chet, Loser. and Evan Loser. Mobley. Loser. Yo, y'all ain't getting shit at the rim. <laughs> all of, you all may of cave my chest of, in because these boys Chet, weigh 150, of, but other than that, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> All of them outside of Chet are losers. I got John outside Morant, Chet. hard. Anthony Edwards, hard. Jason Tatum, star. hard as fuck. Zion Williamson, hard as fuck. Big Vic, hardest as fuck. <laughs> Your team is fake, man. Your two year star no. players are not playing. One of them, he has no hair anymore. Aura is gone. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. I can't say nothing about that because he's Anthony Edwards. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got SGA, I got Jalen Green, got Brandon Ingram, Paolo Bancaro, Jerry Jackson Jr. Listen, we are a young team on the rise, and we yeah, can you're, make some you're noise. You're a pesky 11 seed that can compete in any given night. 11? Come on now. Don't don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect <laughs> me. I'm at least nine. Don't disrespect me. Uh, that's funny. Let's move on. All right, man. Next video we're going to do, I think, Mo, you have some funny Ooh. moments to show us. Yeah, man. The last NBA season was hysteric. It was historic and it was hyster- it's historically funny, dude. Um, so we're going to do a TikTok about NBA funny moments. We're going to run this hook and get this shit going. Which NBA moment was funnier? All right. So okay. we got Rudy, Gobe- Rudy Gobert's fadeaway. You have to look at, I think it's Chemezi Metu. His immediate reaction, dude literally threw away the towel versus Draymond Green's <laughs> mini doc about the Jordan pool punch. <laughs> He created it's a mini documentary Green. It's absolutely it's, Draymond it's Green. It's clearly Draymond. Like, he, he literally tried to gaslight the entire NBA into thinking that he was the victim for sleeping Jordan Poole. Like, Bro. come on now. He had come a on. media rollout to be the one. <laughs> he had a media rollout to be the sympathetic figure in an assault that he committed. <laughs> this could have been a simple I tweet. I don't know what happened. An Instagram I story. Happened. I just looked up one day and my fist was on his face. I just, it just happened. <laughs> He was it just, just so punchable. He, I had to do it. Honestly, if you were me, you would do the same. And he got that out quick, too. That was fast. I, Yo. No, that clutch that machine ridiculous. does not slow down. I know, that was bro. ridiculous. But y'all underrating the Rudy Gobert fadeaway. When have you ever seen Rudy ever do this on an NBA court, bro? In the NBA. Never. Dude threw in the <laughs> towel, throughout the towel, literally. His teammates like te- other teams like this. Everyone's frustrated. Here's the thing. I would I would try and like make a case for Rudy, but he's Rudy Gobert and he does goofy stuff all the time. So it's just like a it's just another night for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> right? It's irritating, There's nothing bro. special about this. <laughs> Honestly, it's funny. I, I I agree. But this Draymond moment might be the funniest of the last decade. He <laughs> knocked Jordan Poole the fuck out and went on a press tour about it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that is true. listen. That's amazing marketing. It's amazing marketing. It's <laughs> what wild. Is he marketing? I don't know himself. Like <laughs> himself, the podcast. I don't. I don't know what he was trying to do. But to try and spin the narrative like that, kind of have to give him credit. <laughs> kind of have to give him credit. It's Generational funny, manipulator. It's, it's hilarious. If you put it in the frame, if you put it in the framework of this is a podcast rollout. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> 
You knock your teammate out to launch a media career. I can't believe this is oh, this aired. Can't believe that he forced a TNT producer to do this, bro. This is hilarious. No facts. <laughs> did, did Rich Paul tell him to do this? Is this a Clutch Sports production? I don't, if so, I don't know what happened. Genius, because we're talking about it right now. <laughs> yep, that's true. All right, what's next? Next up, we got. Next up, we got the infamous Anthony Edwards interview versus LeBron's historic versus LeBron's tweet. <laughs> and this for context, for context, this did for context, this Anthony Edwards moment, he was interviewed about the potential, their future lineup or their future. Uh, damn, my brain is not working today, bro. And Isaac is dying. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not working right now, and Isaac is dying. Let me lock the fuck in. <laughs> you even said that twice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said that twice, and then my mind just like skipped parts of the sentence I was trying to fit in. There's Whatever. so many cuts in this audio. Right <laughs> I'm not <now>. cutting shit. <laughs> <laughs> so for context, in this Jaden. So for context, I said Jaden again. So for context, in this. God damn it, bro. <laughs> Give me <laughs> time. <laughs> oh my god. We're never gonna we're never gonna get to these pictures. <laughs> oh my goodness. Go ahead. Alright, you ready? <laughs> okay. <I've been> ready. <laughs> so no, for context for this Anthony Edwards interview, they were talking about their potential matchup against Kevin Durant. And this was his reaction. They got KD, but we got Jaden McDaniels. Versus LeBron's maybe it's me tweet when they didn't end up getting Kyrie Irving traded to the Lakers. It's easily LeBron. Like, for, if you're Anthony Edwards, what else are you supposed to say? Right? Like, you, <laughs> you just have to have confidence in your team. LeBron, th this is at 4.30 in the afternoon. This man just had to be in his house. Just <laughs> just palm on face. Just, oh, my gosh. what What is going on? Is it me? Is it my fault? Like, it just sounds so ridiculous. No, this is hilarious. LeBron thinks he's in, like, an R&B video or something. He's on his knees just fucking falling apart. <laughs> no! Bro. He's singing in the rain. Yeah. You know, know that video? Whatever, they, he didn't get the foul at the end of the game when they lost, and he fell to his knees, hands on his head. <laughs> same energy. Same exact energy. He's dramatic as hell. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, he's 37 tweeting like this. What are you doing, man? It's probably lunchtime with your kids. You got to fucking pick up Bronny from school. What are you doing? It's yeah. hilarious. You know but LeBron sleeps a lot. He's like an hour and a half away from going to bed. He's that is true. Down bed. <laughs> that is true, bro. I get, it has to be maybe it's me because Jaden McDaniels actually did do his shit when they went ahead and played Katie the next game because he was like, I think, oh, Katie was like 0 for 6, 0 for 7 while Jaden McDaniels guarded him. So Anthony Edwards yeah, was spinning. And just made a simple observation. He just was real. LeBron yeah. was incredibly dramatic. It was hilarious. <laughs> Facts. All right, what's next? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> we got Draymond Green Crip walking on Sabonis' chest versus Julius son, Julius Randle's son crying at the All-Star game because this man, this man's dad couldn't hit threes. Hey, man. No, it's Julius Randle. <laughs> what? I think Draymond's doing a clean sweep. He what? stomped on Sabonis' chest. When was the last time we seen someone do that, dog? Stomping on a chest like that. Clear that's, as day. Okay, I don't think I don't. When I see that, that's not that's not like funny. That's just like, <laughs> yo, you're just like wild, right? You're just <laughs> reckless. 
Julius Randle literally missed so much that his child was. This is a core memory for his for his son now. His child forever is gonna remember like, oh my gosh, my dad missed so much at the three point contest. You embarrassed our family. Yeah, I don't think you realize this is the season. Look at the picture of the kid crying. Yeah, having a mental breakdown, bro. This season is defined by Draymond Green starting the season with an assault and finishing it with an assault. That's hilarious. (laughs) Missing Uh, so much. He can't stop harming people. (laughs) You don't know. If you you just saw this picture of this kid, you would think that like he either got grounded, he got his iPad taken away, right? Something like awful happened. Something traumatic (laughs) happened. And it's literally just Julius Randle bricking for two minutes straight. I put this on my life. And this is the reaction. I can't. Bonus looks like a Simpsons character. Bro, I don't. (laughs) I put this on my life. We can make an entire tier list video based off of Draymond Green Files. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Bro, he's a serial serial assaulter. He has bodies. Yeah, bro. If he was not in the NBA, he would guaranteed be in prison. How did he go that far? <laughs> well, he would, bro. This shit is serious. That's hilarious. I'm taking yeah. Randall's son crying. That's funny. Yeah. All right, what's next? <laughs> yeah. We got... This is from the exact same game. Patrick Beverly showing the ref a missed call in the game with the camera, bro. A DSLR versus LeBron turning into Randy Orton after a missed call. <laughs> oh, this is a hard one. Uh, this is a hard one. This is, this is a generational game, bro. Know. Quality game was great. Memes were fantastic. I I w- it's got to be LeBron, though, right? Like, that's the most... Again, we're going back to the tweet. Peak dramatic man. Yeah, I don't know because Patrick Beverly's moment is memeable for days, years. Your kids, kids will use this. I moment. mean, so is Bronze. So is Bronze. I think Pat Bev's moment was really. That's honestly like the right thing to do. Like, there's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of people who are like, it was a clear foul. It was a clear foul, and so you just you try to show people up. What LeBron did, that was one of the most seven year old performances <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Jumping, literally. Falling out on the stand up, LeBron. Stand <laughs> up. You are a grown. Get off your knees. You are a grown man. What is happening right now? What is happening? No, this is a, LeBron is one of the funniest athletes of all time in terms of the moments he's had. Yeah, this is top tier LeBron. That's saying something. I want to watch this. I'm going on my laptop. This I'm watching might be this for myself. Than yabba dabba doo old name. This might be funnier than that. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, we did. Honest to God, we, we, we're going to do a LeBron meme tier list soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have uh, to first day out one. Bro, he's hilarious. Uh, bro. All right, what's next? This man Bart Simpson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, bro. Yeah, we're, we're doing that next week. Get ready to see a LeBron meme tier list. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. All right, what's yeah, next? Yeah, I'm going to go LeBron. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. This is crazy. <laughs> Dude, he's spazzing out. Have you ever seen Prime Randy Orton before and how he's like sizzling this up ready crazy. to be in sync to decimate someone's life? He did the same shit. <laughs> At, except the only thing is he got let down. Oh he, decima- he got decimated. Oh, my goodness. What's next? Yeah. All right. Next, next up, up, we got Austin Reeves getting or Austin Rivers getting jumped by a bunch of scrubs <laughs> versus <laughs> Thomas Bryant screaming for the ball before he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I knew LeBron was funny 
every single one of these moments has something to do with LeBron. <laughs> this is crazy. No, Thomas uh, Bryant's for sure a comedian for this. But Austin Rivers got slapped. Boom. Mo Bamba <laughs> whooped that man ass and Jalen Suggs literally threw that man across the floor. <laughs> he got strays from bench players, bro. <laughs> he, his eyes were closed. He got knocked out on an NBA court. And we didn't acknowledge it as a culture. That's hysterical. It's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. It has to be that. <laughs> Good job, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about Draymond Green's assaults. We let Mo Wagner slide way too easy. <laughs> Straight colorism. Oh, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, racism. bro. And where's Austin Rivers' teammates at, too, bro? He just got. Where's Anthony, man? Where's Cats? Nobody where's liked each other uh, on that team. They're Nobody the liked the each other. <laughs> They're all in the back of the bench going, World Star! <laughs> yeah, Anthony Edwards definitely doing like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on! <laughs> uh, funny. It's gotta be that. Yeah, bro, that's funny. All right. <laughs> Next up, we got Shannon Sharp beefing with the entire Memphis Grizzlies, including John Morant's dad versus Conor McGregor sending the Miami Heat mascot to the ER after a skit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, okay. So setting a mascot to the ER is a hilarious thing to do. I'll say that first. Bro. <laughs> but this picture alone of Shannon Sharp looking mad sassy looking back, it's gotta be that. He looked like someone I... fucked him up for life, bro. He's like someone tried his life. I don't know what that look <laughs> cost him to, bro. I I'm a huge, huge fan of Shannon Sharp. But to glaze LeBron this much that you would yeah. fight the Memphis Grizzlies one on 15 yeah. is insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Please. What are you doing? He is what the is top right line now? commander of the LeBron D writing community. And I salute. <laughs> no one will ever look up, look Steven Adams in the eyes like this, bro. Ever. Are you kidding me? The funniest part. He had no shame. Look at his face. He would do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And I would pick uh, him in the fight, though. <laughs> oh, he's, Dylan Brooks ass. he's killing Dylan Brooks. <laughs> that's, that's a murder. He's crushed his head like a melon. Shannon uh, <laughs> Sharp is like that. Yeah, no, those are biceps that took hits from Ray Lewis. Dylan Brooks is doing nothing to him. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, that's man. Yeah. Easily Shannon. <laughs> like that. Next up. Next up, <laughs> we got Grant Williams saying, I'm going to make both free throws, proceeding to miss both. Versus Jericho Sims lame ass dunk contest <laughs> when he just opened up the letter and he ripped the fifty and letter in half, bro. <laughs> I think it has to be Grant Williams, right? It has to be Grant Williams. The the weak dunk in the dunk contest. The dunk contest has been dead for years. We've True. seen a whole we've seen a whole bunch of lame drunks. This is just funny. This is, I will this say, is just funny. I will say. He was especially weak. That shit was ass. Yeah, that is no. there's, there's been worse than Jericho Sims. At least he made the dunk. There's been there's yeah. some guys who, who can't make it. But to have an to have an infographic like this with your <laughs> quote on it saying, I'm gonna make both, and then video evidence of you missing both, <laughs> you are not him. Causing <laughs> you to you lose not the him. game too at that. That's tough, man. Yeah, you can't escape it's that. It's not even the fact that he's. It's not even the fact that he missed both. It's the confidence in which he declared he'd make both. <laughs> he was so sure. That not right one? there. That right there. <laughs> not one. Set their head coach nah. off. That it, we after this, I never seen. I swear, I felt like I felt like I never seen Grant, Grant Williams play. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? 
<laughs> she just asked the Dallas the next business day. They already knew he Yeah, we never seen him play for the Celtics again, bro. Just on that bench, straight up. <laughs> yeah, that's the moment where Grant Williams knew. His, this coach is not Ivy Adoka. He's not going to run me 40 minutes a game. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that one. <laughs> that was a great segment. Yeah. Next thing we're going to do, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, an NBA redraft. This time we're going to do the 2022 draft class. Mm. This is going to be good. So, yeah, this will be great. So yeah, y'all know how it goes. We're going to redraft 1 through 10. It's going to be fantastic. Let's redraft the 2022 NBA draft class. First okay. pick, we're still going Palo, right? No yeah. brainer. He, he ain't it. going nowhere, bro. It. Yeah, still by by far and away, I believe he will continue to be the best player in this draft and the only player who's franchise tag worthy. Yeah, I, I'll be at this point, I'll be shocked if Palo doesn't become a top 30 player in the league. There's nobody else in the draft class I can say that for. It's sad, it's bro. Been, it, it, this man is already on Team USA. He's already representing the country. <laughs> Facts, he's facts, he's number he's he's the first pick in the draft. Facts, yeah. bro. The last person we saw be Team USA after the rookie year was Anthony Davis. That's crazy. pretty good company to be in. Facts, yeah, yeah. Random. I know Walker Kessler's there too. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. He's not, okay. he's not really playing a big, as big of a part. Yeah. Number two, are we still going Chad Holmgren, or do we got to give somebody else credit? I think we probably should go Chet still because no one has seen him play. And whenever he has played, he looks elite, supreme. So, might have I'll, to go. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I'll, I'll still give Chet that, like, honor of being the second pick in the draft. We all expect Chet to be really good this year. So, we can keep him there. Yeah. If we're projecting forward and if you thought he'd be the second pick before last draft and you thought that was fair, no reason to think otherwise now. Nothing changed. Facts. Number three, though. We're not going Jabari Smith Jr. I'll go ahead and say that. Hell no. Are we going what? what? <laughs> Are we going no. J-Dub? For the uh, Houston the- Rockets, I might want to go Keegan. Ah, well, actually, yeah, I think we should go J-Dub. He's a, he's a better J-Dub. player. He's a better player. Who J-Dub. else? Because it could be it could be Jaden Ivey. He looked pretty promising. No, nah, not next to not next to Jalen Green. Can't not- do that. Can't do. He's not a natural playmaker. Can't do that. You're asking and for I would basketball. Have, I would. Right I would still take J-Dub. Yeah. You take Jedi over him? Yeah. I guess the only concern would be he's older. Do you think he has just as high of a ceiling or do you think yeah, he was fine. so good because he's old? It's fine. Yeah, I think he's okay. Yeah, that and imagining the pairing of Sangoon and J Dub along with Jalen Greed is it's more there's more of a connection there. Okay, we'll go J Dub at three. At four, this is where it gets interesting. You could go Jabari Smith. There's still reason to believe he'll be good. But Keegan Murray and Jaden Ivey were probably better last year. Give me Keegan Murray still. There's no points in drafting Jaden Ivey. I mean, that is a Kings thing to do because they do they tend to draft too many point guards, so it wouldn't surprise me. But well, are we are we focusing on the team or just because like sorry, are we focusing on the teams? I think both. Okay. Yeah, I guess you know Sacramento is very happy with Keegan Murray, but yeah. I think Ivy and Jabari Smith have a higher ceiling. Yeah, that is true. But what are they looking for? Maybe you, uh, maybe maybe it is Jabari. <laughs> they maybe they took Jabari. they could, they took Keegan Murray because they were like we need somebody to come in here right now contribute. Keegan yeah. Murray 100 percent did that, and so I think that he's perfectly fine at four. He's very you know pro what? ready, and I and I don't think that there's anything wrong with being able to step in right now, even if your like overall ceiling isn't like 100. percent He's still very very valuable. Facts. That's okay. what brings yeah he that's the value that they're looking for, and he provides that the most out of. Compared to exactly. Jaden Ivey and also Keegan Murray. Okay, that's fair. Five. Do they still go? Do we still have the Troy picking Jaden Ivey, or is there Jabari Smith Jr., Shaden Sharp? Is Walker Kessler getting in the mix yet? He's he's coming up soon. 
Or is it Benedict uh, Matherin? You gotta you gotta be in that mix too. I'm picking all those guys over Benedict Matherin, I think. Same here. Mm. I would take I think Jabari could go here. I think Jabari still has a really high ceiling. It's a better fit, in my opinion. With with Cade. Like, listen, Jaden Ivey's good and I'm I'm a fan of his, but that two ball handler situation is gonna be kind of weird. They also added another semi, you know, uh ball handler playmaker in Asar this year. So yeah, let's add let's add Jabari Smith to that core. I think that would be a very, very interesting core. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good spot for Jabari. Yeah. A bunch of mid big men, except for Duran. I guess it fits. <laughs> Number six, Indiana. I think this is a Walker Kessler fit. Hell no, it's not. They already have Miles Turner. It feels like he's solidified, just got extended. It's still gonna be Benedict. Are we okay? Well, we can't do too much. Just you know, this is more about how good the players are than the teams. We're focusing too much on the teams. Mm. Even then, I'm still taking Benedict. He's he's too much of a. He, I think he's a better fit alongside Tyrese. He's that aggressive. I would, scorer take, I would take Walker. I would take Walker over Benedict. Easily. Wow, you're. I mean, so, I'm wow. picking Jaden Ivey over both of them. Does Jaden Ivey go here? No. For the Pacers, no. Shaden Sharp. No. I, I'm. That moves me. That moves me. That moves you. That moves me. I. It would either be Walker Kessler or Shaden Sharp in this position. Y'all are tweaking. Y'all are tweaking. And I heavy. think, but I you think I would, love Benedict Matherin. <laughs> I don't love I him. Think, I just like. I just like what they have going on in the Pacers. Next, thing. you saw. Uh, listen, you saw the first two weeks of the season, and you're like, "Hey, this guy's him." And then after that, <laughs> you stop watching the paces. I would take. I would take Walker Kessler. I think his defense at his defense is impeccable, and it adds a whole lot to a team, especially when your lead guard is Tyrese, and he's going to let a lot of people blow by him because he's not a great defender. You need somebody to clean that stuff up at the rim. So, I'll take Walker Kessler. That is true, but I'm taking better at ceiling over. The stability that Walker Pest, Walker Kessler will provide. Then you can find not a lot of Walker Kessler's because I don't want to say he's that part. Like I think Walker has a higher ceiling than Benedict. Nah, tweaking. You well, can, Benedict has you can over draft him. Walker. You can draft Walker and then trade Miles Turner and then get some more picks back and keep building your team. Like Walker Kessler is a perfectly fine pick here. Okay, it's a fine pick. I, I feel whatever. I feel safe as walk, having Walker Kessler as the sixth best player in this draft. That's fine. That's all. Whatever. Ha. At seven, <laughs> I think I think I think at seven we had to pick Jay Ivey. I think he's falling too far. Sure, uh, sure, let's do it. Okay, let's sure. let's let's do it. I mean, it's gonna be like if we're just saying whatever Damn. to fit, then cool. But I hate yeah. how low he's falling because I because I, I do yeah, think he's gonna end up being top five in in this draft class. But yeah, Jay Ivey already fell too far. We should have picked him higher. He's got to go here. Yeah, for sure. So eight. We have Benedict Matherin, Shaden Sharp, Jeremy Sohan, Tari Eason Loki. Like, which one of these guys? Sohan Benedict would be a dope fit there. I think it has. To, uh, damn, bro. Shaden Sharp? I'm cool with Sharp over Matherin. I think Sharp has a really high skill with that athleticism. Granted, he hasn't put together the rest of the game, but I think those raw tools have given you a huge ceiling. Give me oh. Shaden Sharp. Y'all are so Shaden nasty. <laughs> Y'all are so nasty. <laughs> it's just like Benedict. I, I feel like you have Benedict Mather in like a different tier. I feel like you have him in this like Paolo Chet Holmgren tier when he's just hell no. Not. He's he's just like the rest of the other rookies outside of them. He's <laughs> definitely tier in between tier two or tier three of this rookie draft class. He's fine. Okay. Well, if we're going sharp at eight, then Mather has to be nine. Now nah, let's go Jeremy Sohan. Now we can go yeah. Benedict. Nine is okay. Benedict at nine. Number ten. 
We had Jeremy Sohan, Jalen Duran, Tari Eason, Andrew Nenhard. Who who gets his last spot? Jalen Duran is nice. I'll take Jeremy Sohan. Oh, Jeremy Sohan versus Jalen Duran is tough. That's tough. That's tough as fuck. But I kind of want to. Ah. Jalen Duran is a higher floor. He's going to be a good role man. Should profile as a good shot blocker one day. You know what he's going to be. But, Sohan but Jeremy is Sohan's like, passing he can be as a, a fucking forward. phenomenal connector. Yeah, Jeremy Sohan could be like a special type of player that doesn't come around very often. Yeah. So I think we go him for ceiling. Also, he has cool hair. So I'm taking him. Facts. Also, he has beef with LeBron. Do we ding him for that? For having too much dip on his ship? Or do we like that for the audacity? But it's not with Braun. It's with the Braun fan page. Mm. So we like that. Yes. <laughs> He's standing Jeremy up Sohan for it is. He's standing <laughs> up for himself. Okay. Great. Jeremy Sohan number 10. Okay. Dope. There we go. So that, that that's our redraft top 10. I think we let Jaden Ivey far too fall. Well, well, I said far too fall. That was crazy. We let Jaden Ivey fall too far, but I, I don't hate this list. It is what it's it is. Right. It'd it's be fine. solid. You know how I feel about Benedict, but I digress. Yeah, you fucking love him. You need to make a fan page. I don't love him. I just know how good he is. I'm like, y'all. Was <laughs> 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 right. that, that a snort I heard? Maybe. I hope not. Who snorted? <laughs> <laughs> I think I right. did. Next, next video we got. Donovan, I think you have some jerseys to show us. I do. Do we have this PowerPoint up? Yep. Let's. We're going to do another old versus new, something we've been doing for a while. This started with jerseys, actually. We've been doing a lot of player-based ones. <laughs> Today we get back to jerseys. Which NBA jersey is better, old or new? All right, first one up, we have this green Detroit Pistons jersey, which was their old city jersey, and this statement jersey that's a part of like this new era that they have going. The, uh. old, the old is nice. But that's not their bag. I feel like they're double dipping. This is not your lane, Detroit. This is not your lane. Even though it's can I tell you better, guys something? But, what? What's up? These are both trash. Nah, be real. The the old what? Detroit is not trash. Old Detroit. The green is not ones. Trash. The green ones. Okay, the green one's fine. The black one sucks. The black one is not good. It's D E T. Like I feel like I'm. This is like the wide. This is the wide YMCA jerseys, bro. This is for some. No, this looks like a metro league. bus. This looks so municipal. This looks terrible. This does uh, look like a hundred percent. Two things. One, the black one sucks. Two, you know who <laughs> made the green one? Who? You know who designed it? Who? Don't. Big Sean. Uh, <laughs> that makes me like it less, but I, it's better what? than the black one, so we'll pick that one. You know, Isaac is a Big Sean hater. He he has not liked him for several years. And he knows <laughs> that Big Sean is one of my favorite rappers. This green one is getting the nod for me. Yeah, this green one is gen- genuinely better, bro. Look at th- I think those are three stars over the D. It's hard. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, what's next? Next one. We have this magic jersey from the from the T Mac era versus this new one with like the orange pinstripes. Oh, listen. Both I know ass. we all love magic throwback jerseys. The pinstripe was one of the best jerseys of all time. But this blue one with the stars is ass. Those stars are so tacky. This is this is not the wave. This is not the wave. And on the shorts, it has that like black panel. It just looks so out of out of place. I have no idea. Is that like a black pinstripe on the side? I don't know. It just looks like the carpet in a movie theater. Wow. I don't this know, is, bro. No. Honestly, I kind of like it. But it's the, the color is a little bit too much for me. 
But even with that said, give me the old. I don't like that orange along with that white and that <laughs> random ass star. Three for a Yeah, no. <laughs> fuck that. Give me give me new. I mean, give me old for sure. No, the orange one's fine. It's cool. The the orange is unique for their color schemes. I like it. It's just a matter. Uh, I don't love it though. It's just that the old one is horrible, so they win by default. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, actually, you're right. This does look like the fucking movie theater floors <laughs> at old school ones. <laughs> so imagine hell popcorn over that for some reason. Yeah, this is kind of gross. You just talked to me yeah, that I AMC shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, next one. We have the new Suns jersey versus this tired, worn out black <laughs> city jersey that they ran that they ran into the ground. No, they for sure slutted the jersey out for sure. <laughs> But they slotted it out for good reason though, because this new yeah, jersey hard. is hard as hell in this old jersey. Or yeah, this old jersey's hard as hell in this new one. It's not. Fe- it's not getting the good vibes, bro. This Devin Booker is not smiling. Stop it! Stop it! This new jersey is one of the best jerseys, and it's one of the best redesigns that they've had in a while. Because you can go back twenty years, well, and, yeah. and the Suns have had pretty bad jerseys, and yeah. this new white one is fantastic. Just because their old shit was ass doesn't mean this is good. This looks lifeless. That, yeah, exactly. Making the sun white with the text white, it just looks plain. It's it looks clean. like It looks devoid of life. Exactly. Oh, it looks it like looks you've been in fucking confinement for 12 hours a day, and it's your time <laughs> to go out to go ahead and go outside and hoop. This is what you would wear, bro. This is what they make. This and is people a, in jail be hella creative. Someone in jail made this jersey. <laughs> this no, is a you grippy guys, sock jersey. You guys are getting fooled because he's wearing a t-shirt under it. This is going to look so good on court. I don't know. I, I, I think it's fine, but the black one, there's a reason they ran it into the ground. It's really strong. I'm going to go with that one. No, I'm not with it. Yeah, this is giving I'm me not, straight. With it. This is giving me straight Jack advice, bro. What's super important, too, is your, <laughs> your jersey has to be versatile. And if you can't wear a white tee under it, if it's that bad, then you shouldn't be wearing it. If I actually put a black tee under that Valley jersey, just fine. Hard. <laughs> all right next one okay Ooh. we have we have this old yellow new orleans hornets jersey versus one of their city jerseys from last season that Man, one I was terrible i don't know if it's the actual jersey that's terrible or just because of how anthony davis look in that photo both <laughs> just bad <laughs> both just bad but the new one it's slightly better i'm not gonna sure it looks like a cricket I'm I'm not gonna lie. Nostalgia has me in the chokehold right now because I'm really going with this old one. What? What do you like about that? Ugh. Listen, this reminds me of like a very like NBA Live moment, right? PlayStation Two type of era. See, it's listen. It, I have no nostalgia beating reason. the shit out of you right now. You Outside just miss being twelve years old and yeah. not having to go to work. Facts. This jersey sucks. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. I hate That's the yellow. I hate time. the blue. What is this <laughs> color scheme? Makes me feel like I'm in fourth grade again, bro. Drawing the sunny blue skies and the yellow sun. It's disgusting. Yeah, uh, give me the new one. Pinstripes oh. too gross. What? Stop. It's Hell. hard. No, the pinstripes elevate the jersey. It's really, really hard to mess up pinstripes, and they didn't mess it up here. Yellow that jerseys Dijon mustard so jersey is gross. <laughs> Dijon mustard. <laughs> y'all don't know. Y'all don't know New Orleans for real. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Next one. We got these. We got these like 1990s. These. We got these late 1990s Rockets throwbacks versus the throwbacks that they used from last season when when the Rockets were in like San Diego from like the 60s to the 70s. Which one is better? Listen, I know the right answer is a 90s one. I don't love it as much as everybody else does. Woo! Someone said the truth. Finally. 
<laughs> it it just gives me like old diner vibes. Like it just looks like Rocket Power, like the cartoon. It's just it's too it's too nineties. It's too Nickelodeon. The graphic designer for the Rockets creating the San Diego ones was in his bag, bro. It's super unique too. You don't tend to see just a two, three stripes across the shorts only, and that being the only major blocks of color. This is beautiful. I expected this type of hate from Isaac. Not from you, man. <laughs> Not from you. You let me down. You let me down. These Rockets jerseys are fantastic. You take this design, put it on a starter jacket, you are cooking. You put it on any other type of merch, any type of hoodie, t-shirt, you can put it on a pair of pants. It's fantastic. Pair of pants. This is, this, this is the clear winner. This is good if you're purposely trying to dress like an eighth grader from the 90s. Like you're going for that Hey Arnold look. But in terms of like standing the test of time, I'm not rocking with it anymore. Yeah, you're gonna exactly. act like you're gonna act like Arnold didn't have drip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, he if we're lying, if on. we're lying, just let me know. Just let me know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's true. It's fine. But honestly, I don't even like the green ones, so I'm not, you, we can go old ones still. I don't even care. The old ones are better. It's lame. It's, it's, it's a fact. All right. What's the next one? Okay, we have the 2012 Redeem Team jerseys. And the 2023 World Cup jerseys for both for Team Ooh. USA. The 23 World Cup I like Cup the blue and the new one. Ass. I'll say that. No, the the, the World <laughs> Cup jerseys are ass, bro. How the US, the font of the USA and just being close to the collarbone ass makes me feel like I'm standing at the front lines about to serve for my country. And <laughs> not doing that. We are just hooping. It's no, not that is, deep. This is for sure a naval outfit. Exactly. Yeah, bro. And it has, Seal and team it has six like vibes. that gradient. <laughs> Hoorah. <laughs> no facts. And it has that and it has the gradient, but it's not even like a clear gradient. It's a blocky gradient, and that's even yeah. worse. You know yeah. how we <laughs> feel about gradient on this podcast. So do not no, try in front. Do not try in front. No, Look at Walker Kessler. Look at his he looks like a staff charger for sure. Yo, on God. <laughs> Bravo six going dark. <laughs> that, that's an American. Yeah, bro. He looked like he was on he was he was a part of the the ops team to take down Ben Lawton, bro. That's how serious it looks. <laughs> we are just playing basketball. This is not that deep. Even Jalen Brunson, his ass was for sure in ROTC. He ran those holes. <laughs> bro, sturdy. Yeah, he's sturdy as hell. Of course he was. <laughs> in all the fucking perfect poses. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're giving 2012 easy. Iconic. Thank yeah. you. Next one. These beautiful. You already know which one I'm going with. These beautiful throwback Miami white hot jerseys versus... They're city jerseys from last season. I am offended you would even think I would pick a ransom note jersey. These jerseys fucking suck, and the whiteout jerseys are iconic, incredible. It fit the team perfectly. I think they should be wearing these for the rest of their team's history. I ain't gonna lie. The ransom ones, Don't it do. was creative, and I kind of like it, but it's not as good as the muted Miami Heat all white. Like the all white just did, does something to me, man. I don't know what it is. The black <laughs> accents, it got me, man. I don't the like ransom yeah. note, this. The ransom note, that's something that like that you think about and you're like, oh, that would be a good idea. And then you actually see it and it's like, oh, we should have never done this. We should have <laughs> yeah, yeah. just stayed away. Yeah. Who let him cook? <laughs> this is terrible. Exactly. I will yeah. say this white one looks much better than the black one. The black one looked atrocious. This really? is like maybe teetering towards mid maybe i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. it's a mid is generous <laughs> yeah mid is generous this is yeah yeah they all suck all right what's yeah, that what's the next 2012 one? all right we have the warriors throwbacks from this year 
from like this past or from two years ago, actually, versus the Warriors throwback that they used during their title run in 2022. Easily the one with the red text. That is one of the cleanest throwback jerseys I've seen in the last 10 years. That is incredible. The original picture they where they announced it where Clay had it with the stereo on his uh, shoulder, elite. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. They're both actually really, really damn good. But like Isaac said, bro, the stroke on that, the white stroke on the red font is fucking classic artwork. Hang this up. Yeah. I need one of those immediately. Mm. Don't matter what player the saturation, it is, bro. The contrast. Mm. You can wear this on the street, wear this to the beach. You can wear this at any frat boy party. You can wear this to your gender reveal. It's that type of elitist. <laughs> you guys are letting a little pop of red fool you because it's the it's like it's the nineties throwback. The one where it just has words going across in the slant. The one that Stephen is wearing. That one is extremely clean. It works in any era. It is beautiful. And that's a better one. Wrong. It- also, yeah. it feels also, too safe. The one, also, the one with the red, that one has that like texture that the Nuggets were wearing back in like in the Carmelo days. That was like the shiny jersey. Uh it was listen, it was cool when Carmelo was wearing it, not really when Andrew Wiggins is wearing it. So I'm giving Seth the nod. You won't sway me. It's the red one. Facts. The I, red too I clean, failed. bro. Right too clean. Yeah, and also, yeah. I feel also, next one, next one, next one, next one. <laughs> I was gonna get into cuddling class, bro. <laughs> All right, we, we have the Pacers City jerseys from last year, and their throwbacks to a Hoosiers team, which is not even a real team that they <laughs> that they used about a decade ago. These Listen, if are you're gonna pull out a fictional jersey. That bitch better be clean. This is horrible. <laughs> Both of these are so trash. Get this. Paul George, Hickory, Cracker Barrel ass jersey out of my face. <laughs> this is disgusting, bro. No, this is Tom Sawyer ass jersey. I hate this. It just makes me mad. Yeah, hey, no, listen, like Otto Graham should wear this. For what it's worth, though, Cracker Barrel do be lit sometimes. <laughs> no way, do not. I don't know where you be what? going. <laughs> oh, no. no, this little house in the prairie ass jersey. I, I, I hate looking at it. Get this off my screen. Feel like if you wear this Hickory House jersey, bro, <laughs> you must have a revolver by your hip ready to point that bitch at anybody. <laughs> it's mandatory. It comes with it, bro. No, Clint Eastwood would rock the hell out of this jersey. Yeah, exactly. He would love that. But he those new pieces. I, I don't even like the new one, but yeah. in comparison, it's incredible. <laughs> incredible is crazy to say, but you're right. It's a it's official. It looks like you're driving NASCAR. It looks like some <laughs> it looks official dude i don't know what it is i don't like it it's whatever though it's ba- way better than the hickory house shit <laughs> yeah hickory house cool. is a hickory house is a restaurant a breakfast restaurant in atlanta and it's generational bro that's funny. bunch that's of old one? white people it's a good video that's I, I love when we talk about jerseys we got one more video to do before we get out of here long episode we're gonna look at you know in the past we did some stuff where we looked at players photoshopped to be bald hilarious loved every time this time we're gonna look at players photoshopped to have hair. So it's gonna be a, a, a hair swap. Hair so swap, great. let's do it. I'm gonna get one of those hey, soon, we, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> 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 we being serious. If there's one thing <laughs> I'm being serious. If there's one thing about us, we're gonna laugh at some hair on this podcast. A hundred percent. So <laughs> rate these NBA oh, wow. hair swaps. What? <laughs> Who Baron is this? Davis? Baron Davis? Why does he look like a bodybuilder? He looked he looks like somebody he looks like somebody in those exercise videos from the eighties. Oh, no, he for sure has leg warmers on, dancing, doing Zumba. That headband is know, too man. thick. 
I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting, I know black, I Dominican vibes from this right here, bro. hundred percent, yes. Yeah, I know yes. black, I know black. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll give this a five, it's whatever. He looks like an insane barber, bro. He looks like one of them Dominican dudes who will fucking get you right with whatever hairstyle you want. Top tier barber. He looks like he's, he's at the gym playing music out loud on his phone. <sighs> obnoxious as hell that is true <laughs> i give it a five this is a six to me i no, can't be higher than a five he looks worse than he does normally this is a that's, terrible that's haircut true, that's true but i know this person so it's a 10 <laughs> I, I, I know who this is uh, <laughs> mystery this man is, shout out to you this, this is a real person i've met this guy in real life. <laughs> we've had conversations <laughs> next one carl anthony towns Ooh man, this is the kneecap if I ain't seen one before. <laughs> Shit. Listen, I feel like I've been too mean to cats, so you got it. I, I'm not trying to be too, too mean. This is, I'll pick up the slack. This is, this is Piccolo. This is an elbow. This is a pink eraser. This is a bowling ball. This is a bean. A pinto bean to be specific. This is ants. This is Bro, horrible. This is a brown. This is a brown caged egg. This is fantastic. I love it, bro. <laughs> this is amazing. I love it, bro. Caged egg. Yeah, bro. <laughs> He's one of them expensive eggs that have Whole Foods. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, man. This is the upper middle class egg. That's crazy. <laughs> expensive, bro. <laughs> this is nasty. Oh, this is nasty work. Yeah. Call, call no, this is like, times. this is an incredible woodshop project. Sculpted and shined to perfection. Oh <laughs> uh, man, his, his head is kind of like the perfect shape too, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've never had, I never seen a head so <laughs> symmetrical. Looks similar to a light bulb. I like it. <laughs> to a light bulb. But I will, I will say he looks better this way. This makes him look like a much more intimidating player. Who you tell me this is a player from the seventies that averaged fifteen rebounds a game? I would believe you. Really? Wow. To yeah, me, this is like nah. To you me, tell me his name is Artis Gilmore, and I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> ben nah, Wackadoo, this... something like that. That's for sure. <laughs> That's a perfect nickname for Cat, and I'm gonna start using that moving forward. Ben Wackadoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. Thank you. Pull out the journal. Uh, nah, I'll, I'll give that a good eight. I think it looks good on him. Uh, yeah, this kind of looks like he's doing a Kobe impression, but I like it. Yeah, four. There is no reason why he should be screaming like that, though. When you ball, too, man, do, do, what does he not understand about how he looks in frame? But <laughs> with that being said, I think this is a seven. Four. This is a good Photoshop. <laughs> They're in their bag. It's too damn good, bro. This person come from the future? <laughs> I know, right? All right, next up, we got Kobe Bryant with LaMelo's hair. Bro. Nah. I just nah. smell the obnoxiousness. Nah. I smell the nah. gel. I know the TikTok coming and the dances are coming, bro. I don't know. I don't like that shit. Uh, this is just what's nah, his name on the Lakers? Sure says Riz a lot. What's his dude name on the Lakers right now that looks on him? Max Christine? Yeah, Max Christine. Yeah. God, that looks like him, bro. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, nah. He's, it just it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Honestly, it could work if he had like a chain or something. Like LaMelo, if he went full LaMelo and had like the tattoos and the chains, maybe I could do it. But just the hair on it, it's just weird. It's, it's not See, good. See, nah, 
the funniest part is it's like 30 year old Kobe face with 16 year old Kobe hair. <laughs> if this was like teen Kobe, it'd probably look fine. But it just looks like a guy who's having a midlife crisis who doesn't know who he is anymore. <laughs> uh, facts. And the worst part about this is, is that like this hairstyle is not meant for Kobe. His head is a little bit too long. And so that back of the mohawk thing, it's it's out of place. It's man, it's it has his own shadow. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you watch a lot of barber YouTube videos, I can tell. I'm gonna give this a good three, being generous because it's Kobe. This I'll is say, I'll say four, just just because it's Kobe. I'll give him a four. <laughs> <laughs> Too nice. All right, next one. Next one we got <laughs> the Red Mamba. You big back baby. Eats ribs for a living. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is he looks like a truck oh driver. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, no, he does not look like a truck driver. He looks like, he look a, like he he looks like a medieval creature. <laughs> oh my goodness! He looks. Yeah, you're no, right. This, Pegasus. No, he looks like the half goat guy from Narnia. Yes. <laughs> this guy was an extra in Game of Thrones for real. I just, <laughs> wow, I'm so shocked. This is disgusting. Oh, this is disgusting. Man. <laughs> He lives beyond the wall. He's a northerner. <laughs> are those his real ears or are the ears photoshopped too? Because if, they, <laughs> if those are his real life ears, we need to have a conversation about Larry Bird. Those are elf I ears. Did him so dirty, bro. The posture is terrible too, man. The beard just, just looks so greasy. I just imagine him eating ribs. I don't know why. Looks like he's heavy. <laughs> it looks like he hunts and scavenges all his food. Killing live deers and just <laughs> ah, straight ripping it. Gross. He's a man of the land. <laughs> Low key. Yeah, bro. This looks like he was made off of like an Aaron Baines archetype. Aaron, <laughs> you were in your bag with that one. This is just Aaron right? Baines' you grandfather. See, you, see <laughs> you see it. You see it. No, this is for sure a grandfather, though. This is somebody from another time. This is like an 1880s face. The thing that's killing oh, yeah, me though is that I know his voice sounds stupid as hell with this haircut. It, had, oh, it must, dude. It must. Yeah, but that's no, hilarious. this this is a guy who enjoys eating mutton. That's what he does. <laughs> this is for sure a muttoner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, yeah. A muttoner who works shop. at the fucking gas station, bro, filling up my gas tank for me back when they had to in them days. For sure. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, I'm gonna give this a zero. I don't like it. It's definitely a zero. Zero. <laughs> I'm like actively afraid of him. <laughs> yeah, predator. I wanted to say that Next too. Next one, get, get him out of here. <laughs> Next we got Kevin Garnett. I can see this one. I can see this one in, in real life. This looks like like a real person. And if Kevin Garnett came up in these times, this is what he would look like for real. Yeah, I've met this guy several times on college campuses. This is straight up just a. Playboy Cardi disciple fashion god fashion demon that's what it is. This is bro. Ken Carson. Yeah, this is Ken Carson. SoundCloud hella deep. He's so deep on SoundCloud, bro. Still pushing his shit. Sixty plays in a month. Hey, he's grinding though. He for sure only listens to Playboy Cardi leaks, and he makes fun of you if you listen to the actual albums. Yeah. He's like, what? You're not. <laughs> yeah, nah. I well, so hmm. I would give this about an eight. This, yeah, give it eight. It's, this is very normal. Solid. He doesn't look. He doesn't look terrifying like the, like the last guy. This, I think, yeah, this is definitely the best one that we've seen. I don't know, but yeah, you, you just can't be this big while also like being this misunderstood looking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, like 
Do you know what, Loki, though? I feel like he really enjoys slam poetry. He'll just never tell his friends because he'll get made fun of. They won't understand. He's a soft side. <laughs> I was born in the wrong generation. Lame. <laughs> I'm an old soul. <laughs> no, I might uh, lower him to seven for that. You put a really bad mental image in my mind. Yeah, no, this is six. I know some people like this in real life. Get help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Next up, we got Manu Ginobili. Ooh, Gustavo. <laughs> okay. 80s. Straight from the 80s. Charge, but he Fact, looked like bro. he finna hand me my every towel. This is 80s movie lead. Fact. This is the kid from Karate Kid. <laughs> this is John Travolta from Greece. Every movie you can imagine, he could be in it. Every I just movie. picture him like... Roller skating on the beach with like a fanny pack <laughs> on, like this is, this is so eighties. Being yeah. hella smooth too, bro. Every fifteen year old girl at the time used to rave over this man. Facts, he'd be dancing. He does a lot of this. Like, I can already tell. Yeah, <laughs> like, button what? down car What does he do? What does he do? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hell nah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. he's snapping his fingers in unison. <laughs> yeah, he's hella smooth. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah, nah, he's a great salsa dancer. Dangerous man. <laughs> he got that in his bag. Honestly, this might be our first ten. This is probably 10 out of 10 man in general, bro. He wait, no, it's not cook, a first 10. Dance. Oh, wait, wait, I guess consensus. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Easy I'm first 10. 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 man in general, bro. You can date my daughter. <laughs> Put this haircut for sure. This man most turned on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next up, we got Dirk Come with on, dreads. Come now, on, this man. is KG's bastard best friend right here, bro. On God the Hangout, bro. <laughs> this is King Bam's best friend right here. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy works at a record shop. No, no. <laughs> this guy works at a thrift store where they sell overpriced clothes to white kids that want to dress vintage. Th I can already imagine it. This man is a pothead for sure. <laughs> he be smoking weed. I and I told y'all this before. Just because Dirk married a black woman does not mean that we can put dreads on him. We cannot do this. <laughs> we cannot do this. Uh, no, I've seen this guy Venice Beach several times. Yeah, bro. Uh, he he frequents that place. <laughs> I, I know like who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah bro he's got a rick and morty pipe in his back pocket yeah this dude definitely still lives on the college campus at the big old age of 27 what are you doing with your life man <laughs> yeah, he never left the student housing yeah bro <laughs> so listen i know him too <laughs> i know you i know him too <laughs> no any white man with dreads automatic zero no exceptions get him out of here thank you yeah bro zero <laughs> Next up, I don't even know who this is. This is Pau Gasol. They did him dirty. Oh, word? This is Pau Gasol. No, nah, he looks like a dinosaur. He looks like an angry bird. The feathers. He looks like an angry bird. <laughs> yes, he looks like an angry bird, bro. This is something lizard related. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Monsters Incorporation? Ooh. <laughs> no, he looks like he'd be a he looks like he'd be the bully's like sidekick in an old 80s movie. Mm. Like those white kids from the Karate Kid that were bullying the main guy. This could be one of the Stooges that stands behind the main one. Mm. True, true. This, this is a Stooge. I'll just say that. Yeah, I f yeah. I feel like he probably was one of the main lead in a movie about bullying, bro. He looks just like a bully, just straight up douche. <laughs> he looks like he takes orders. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, so, a, he's an enforcer. I think he's this a is henchman. A <laughs> a henchman. He's a bad one at that. If so, if so bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Four. Listen, it's better than Dirk, but not by much. I'll give him a two. I'll go one. Mo? Tough critic. What's the decide? You, you kind of talked into me that talked me into those scores. This might be a two, actually. Ah. <laughs> nice. All right, next up, Magic Johnson. And he kind of looks, like looks kind of clean. He looks kind of clean. Yeah. Chill dude. I kind of rock with this. Yeah. He's, uh, he he's still pulling. Like Dax. Dude, he's. Oh, my God. That does. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that does. The nose is killing me, bro. Well, this is a YouTuber ass haircut. He looks like he goes to Smash Bros tournaments. It looks it looks very natural. I feel like if he came in the league four years or I, I don't know. Smash, I can see this. Smash Bros tournaments. So you're telling me he'd be best friends with Jared Allen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. This is Jared Allen's best friend. This guy lives at DreamCon. <laughs> oh my god, bro. He lives at DreamCon. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty guy. Uh, he probably has a weird odor to him too but shout out to him this is like a normal dude I feel like I know him again this makes Magic Johnson look worse so it can't be above a 5 I'm gonna give it a 4 Legend of Zelda Master he's dedicated to his craft (laughs) give me a 6 he's a 6 for sure I know know he said Bazingo a time or two in his life (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll go five. I'll go five. That's fair. Next up, Dwayne Wade. (laughs) This looks crazy because it's 40-year-old Dwayne Wade face. But at the same time, it looks like something Dwayne Wade would do right now. Like like if Dwayne Wade popped out like this, I wouldn't be surprised. He looks like a Japanese rapper. He low-key tried to do this in his last year. So, I mean, like... <laughs> Wait, you're actually right. He right, did he do had this. the braids. He he braided his hair. He did now, do this. Now, his braids were tight, though, because he didn't have a lot of hair. <laughs> I know his head hurt. He had migraines uh, all day. Man, but was, this, yeah. is, this isn't that bad, though. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, this screams midlife crisis to me. It looks like Shay is his number one inspiration with this, bro. You're too old to be putting <laughs> off poses like this, for sure. <laughs> No, oh, we, listen, look, we talked about people who look like they did slam poetry. He does slam poetry. He enjoys <laughs> it. He's he's in, no. he's in an oversized sweater doing. He wears Rick Owens exclusively. I can tell. <laughs> I like that. Uh, big yeah. old boots. I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> <Big old> <laughs> this has to be a five. This is just straight up mid. Yeah, I'll give it a five. It's fine. I'll go five mid. <laughs> and that's our last one. And that is also the end of the episode. Again, apologize for the first two hours having the worst audio of all time. Hopefully TikTok's been a little better. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, Mo, what should people comment if they're still here? The exterminator is on the way. Still, I need to be freed because the job is not <laughs> done yet, bro. <laughs> comment, get Mo out of the hood. Please. I want to see that all. <laughs> Let's get Mo out of the hood. Let me see that in the comments. Let's go. Please. <laughs> see y'all next time.